Hello, all my compadres. Um, welcome back to Shut the Fuck Up. Anime is on. Um, we have a great episode in for you today. Um, I feel like it's going to be a really good venting episode to get all of our anger out. Uh, one, we have some more Megacon stuff we're going to talk about since Cole, Mr. Tushin's um, new nickname, um, Coke-Blooded, I believe, from <laughs> Autocorrect. <laughs> Um, he's going to get some stuff out about Megacon since he wasn't on the last episode because he has a life, um, apparently. And then um, we're going to be talking about the one and only Dragon Ball Z today. Um, so um, that that says enough right there. So, Mr. Tushins, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing good, doing good, doing good. Finally, ha- ha- uh, finally happy to have you on an episode. Oh, yeah, my goodness. I, I've been I've been so Mr. Absent lately. I'm sorry. Oh, and happy belated birthday! Yay! Yeah, I turned thirty yesterday. Everybody, Ooh. clap! Ah, uh, you and me both are thirty now. Ugh, I'm, I'm not thirty. I'm getting there. I'm scared. I'm nervous. <laughs> All right, and Ivan, how are you today? I'm great. I'm excited for this episode. Okay. All right. And um, I forgot to introduce myself. I am Frankie, a.k.a. Pixel Potato. And like I said, I'm very happy to have you all with us. Um, but before we get into our um, the topic for our episode, um, I'm going to let Cole vent about his Megacon experience. Because <laughs> as you heard in the last episode, of course, like all of us were venting about how tired and exhausted and how everything was going wrong. But we still had a great time. So here's some more shenanigans that happened. <laughs> okay. So is okay, cool. I'm just making sure my mic isn't fucking up. Um, so let me talk about uh, my MegaCon experience. The day that we did when I was there Friday was cool, but Saturday, let me talk to you guys about this shit show. So as everyone knows, if you've listened to previous episodes, I had a plan for my fiance and I's wedding where we were going to have the four hobbits, Dom, Billy, Sean, and Elijah all going to autograph our sign-in sheet for our wedding. That was the plan. So we got the email with the instructions on what to do. And it says, um, take your, your, your QR code to the ticket booth, scan it, and you'll get your tickets. And then you can go and get your autograph at your convenience. So that's what we did after we sat in the parking lot for two hours waiting for traffic to get us parking spot. Because my God, it was so, it, it was so unorganized. So sat in the parking lot for two hours, uh, walked like a quarter mile to get to the building. Um, some people were walking back from like Icon Park and walking Ooh. there, which is like three miles. That's a, that's a hike. Yeah. But we didn't have to go that way because I parked illegally on the grass somewhere, like way in the back <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have to pay any money. Um, But uh, so we finally get inside after two hours and we're like, okay, well, we can go at any time. So let's go upstairs and get some food. So we got some food and then we're like, all right, well, let's go check out the lines and see if we can go get our autographs done real quick. And then we'll come back. Um, The the sign in sheet that we had is like this really big board. Mm -hmm. Um, So we decided that we after we saw the lines, we were like, okay, we're not going to go back to the car and get it because it's really big and we don't want to carry it. And it could like get damaged by all the people because people were packed like sardines on Saturday. Oh yeah. So what we did was um, the little booklet that came with the uh, Lord of the Rings, like Blu-ray box set Mm -hmm. in the very middle page is the map 
And we were like, okay, what we can do is, and, and it's the map and it doesn't have any late, uh, like it doesn't have any like advertising on it and stuff. It's literally just the map. So I was like, okay, let's take this map and we're going to flatten it out and have them sign it and then frame it and then put it next to the sign-in sheet or get it like uh, uh, superimposed onto the sign-in sheet. So we're like, okay, we can do that. So we get to the place, we redeem our tickets and this is how it goes. So I gave them the QR code, they get the tickets and there's four lines, right? For individual autographs. You'd think if you bought the super mega ultra autograph bundle that you would get like in line and all four of them would be there and you would just go down the line, just get one, two, three, four autographs and then you're done. No, that's not how it goes. <laughs> you get four tickets and you have to wait in all four individual lines and get an autograph, which... So the only uh, I come to find out later that the only people that were able to get all four autographs were the people that were there from nine to seven. They waited in line their entire day. So if that gives you spoilers for anything that's coming later. So we get there and we're like, okay, well, there's two of us. So I can wait in one line and you can wait in one line. And then we maybe we can do that. And then we can do them two by two. We get up to the front and the lady stops me and she's like, oh, uh, our line's capped out. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? Shit. He said, there's too many people at this rate. Nobody else can come in line because the con's going to be over by the time you get your autograph. So the line's what? capped out. That's far. Said, yeah, they said the four hobbits, they're off doing panels. They're off doing photo ops. They got a bunch of other stuff that they got to do. And, and so we're, we're capping the line here. I was like, I bought my tickets three months ago. Like, and I come to find out later while I was bitching it to somebody who in line, who was bitching about it, same as me, that some people were buying their tickets like the day before they didn't set a cap on tickets. That's why it was a madhouse. Oh, It was no cap. Brendan Frazier had a cap. That's why he got all his autographs done. And he even had some where they could sell it at the con because his lines were running out faster than the time allotted. Right. But they were sold out for like two months before the con. The that Hobbits, doesn't make any that doesn't make any sense that they wouldn't put a cap on the Hobbits because in um 2020, when Megacon was supposed to happen, the Hobbits was the main showcase and it got canceled and it was and it sold out so quick. So it was a huge thing. So you would yeah. think finally when they do show up and they're all reunited for the first time in like forever that they would put a fucking cap on it. Oh, my God. No. I am so, so sorry. Holy no. shit. So about that. that's so. not the end of the story. I wish it were. So we're like, fuck, well, what do we do? And we're just like, okay, well, we'll just go to the help desk and we'll get a refund. It's right. like, at least I'll get like my $350 back. Jesus. Three. So, oh God. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're in line and we're bitching about it. And the guy behind me is bitching about the same thing, how he bought the bundle. He bought it like a week before. I was like, I bought mine three months ago, dude. And we finally get up to the front. We get our refund. They said, it'll be back in like three to five business days. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. So we're walking back. And at this point, like Samantha wants to cry because yeah. this was like a bit, it was for our wedding and we're walking back. And all of a sudden, as we're walking by, we see people handing in tickets and getting in line <gasps> to the autographs. Oh, oh shit. So I would have knocked up. all that shit over. Uh-uh. Yeah. So, so the, the, the lady that stopped us, she was in front of Billy Boyd and, and, and Dominic's lines. Mm -hmm. And the one that we saw was in front of Sean and Elijah's lines. So we were like, whoa, 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 hold on. You guys are letting people in line? And they're like, yeah. And, 
And I was like, they told us it was all capped out. We already got our tickets refunded. And she was like, oh, well, we can't sell any more new tickets today. We're, we put a cap on selling tickets. And I was like, so you're telling me that they meant to say they're not selling any more tickets, but what they told us was that they're not putting, letting any more people in line, even if they already had tickets. And she was like, oh, is that what happened? So thankfully this lady was able to help us out to where they made a special exception for us. But by this point, it was like four o'clock. So we were like, okay, we're not going to have enough time to get all four today. So we just, and we had to purchase again, Elijah Woods and Sean Astin's autographs. And then we waited in line and honestly meeting Sean, I, I, she waited in Elijah Woods line. I waited in Sean Astin's line. He, uh, Sean Astin came out first, but Elijah Wood was just cranking through people really, really fast. Like, okay, here you go. Thank you. But Sean Astin was like taking time to like talk to everybody. Aww. which which was which was so awesome and there was even yeah. one point where when we were waiting in line he stood up on his chair and he was like i want to talk to all of you but they're telling me it's taking too long and the con will be over soon and, then, and and what's funny is after he said that he proceeded to keep talking to everybody because he's a <laughs> sweetheart so at least there's a silver lining at the end we got i got to meet sean Aston, and he wrote us like uh, a uh a personalized autograph he wrote um because my fiance's name is samantha he wrote to the real sam <gasps> oh and my god and the luckiest man in the world oh that's so sweet and i was like that almost made this hell day worth it like <laughs> so i want to give out a specifically a special thank you to sean Aston for making what was about 10 hours of hell on earth and making it good by the end of the day. If you so, want to cry right now, that's okay. We'll tag him in the video. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, like literally, like he he made the he made the whole day worth it. And uh, she and apparently Samantha, she was wearing like a low cut shirt and like a push up bra. And uh, apparently Elijah Woods like looked at her tits like yes, twice. like so so much so so much so that like he was like in the middle of saying something and he had to stop for a second and like remember what he was saying. And I was like, that's my girl. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, so, that definitely made up for it. Yeah, so that was my that was my MegaCon experience. Um, Epic Photo Boots or F Epic Photo Ops, I think is the name of the company. You guys can suck a dick. Ooh, <laughs> what they do, what they do. They're the ones that organized the whole deal. Oh yeah, then, I know a lot of people were were pissed off. I was looking at the reviews for MegaCon for the celebrity um for the celebrity like autographs and photo ops, and everyone said this was the worst run convention they've ever went to in their entire lives as far as um and a lot of people said they're not returning to megacon because of it because you pay all this money like you did and you just get shit on yeah especially the people that wanted to get all four autographs and stayed in line from literally like an hour before the con opened to when it closed to get their autographs that's um, crazy where meanwhile brendan frazier his people organized his autographs and he was sold out like three months before the con and yeah. his lines were going by so fast while he was still taking time to talk to everybody that they started selling more tickets because he would be like, well, we're out of pre-bought tickets and we still have 15 minutes left of autographs. So they just let people start. There was one lady that was in line and for the, to see, to see the hobbits and she left our line, went and got Brendan Fraser's autograph and then came back. Oh, that would have pissed me off. <laughs> Wait. So I was, 
surprised because I never do the um the celebrity thing just because I know it's expensive and it takes up so much of your time. But yeah. I know last year at MegaCon and the years before it, like every, pretty much every con I've gone to, this is the first time I'm hearing of it, where they normally have like time slots for you to stand in line. Yep. Yeah. They just but, completely uh, got rid of that this con. Apparently the the team that organized it, Epic Photo Ops, didn't they didn't allot the right amount of time. They didn't allot times. Like when you looked at the MegaCon schedule under like the autograph section, the only people with a lot of times was like Brendan Fraser and like Kevin Smith and the whole like Jay and Silent Bob group. And like, that was it. That doesn't make any sense because, um, I mean, okay. Brendan Fraser, like, yes. Okay. Props to him. This is like his first year coming out and you got a lot of, so I understand, um, Jay and Silent Bob, I will give them their props. I'll give them the flowers and all of that. But I met Megacon like 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 a couple years ago I there was no line for um um for Jay like at all really I I love him yeah I got to take a picture with him and stuff but there was it was a last minute thing so that's surprising that there was a time for him because normally when I when I go to cons like his line isn't isn't like super long it should be because he's great but it's it's not that long so that's that's crazy that that's how they organize the celebrities this year for for Megacon of all for all of all cons. Yeah. But the good news is, um, like I get, I didn't know that I get starstruck just cause I'd never really met any celebrities, but like just seeing Brendan Fraser in person, like 20 feet away from me, just yeah. seeing him was like, Oh my God. And like Sean Aston did this thing where we, we slid him the map, like underneath there was like a little, uh, like plexiglass or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we slid in the map and he like went down with the marker and real quick, he did this really like adorable thing where he just went, And it's like he was looking at us to like absorb who we were with like this big, like happy smile on his face. I was like, he's so wholesome. I love it. (laughs) So sweet. Oh my God. That makes me happy for you. Cause like you said, you wouldn't tell us at all. Like in the group chat, like what happened at MegaCon. You're like, I'm going to save it for the episode. And then when you started it off just now, I was like, the plan was to get all four. And I'm like, oh my God, they didn't get them all. So, but at least you got like, a nice little wholesome we got sam and we got sam and frodo at least yeah yeah not saying they're like the main two but i mean well they are the main two but yeah. uh, i mean sorry I love, mary and pippin yeah, but, da, ba, yeah. Uh, uh uh billy and dom i love you guys it's just we could only get two like if we were going to come back the next day which we probably should have we would have got them as well yeah. but if we, we could only get two, so we were going to get Frodo and Sam because she's my Sam to my Frodo. So. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why am I crying <laughs> to the club right now? Oh <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so big shout out to Sean Aston. I, I doubt you'll ever hear this, but if you ever do, like, you are the man and you made the whole thing worth it. And you are so wholesome. And God bless you and your family. No, we're going to tag him in this. We're gonna, I'm going to upload it on Instagram and we're going to tag him. And tag him over and over and over and over and over again until until okay. he acknowledge. It could be years from now, but it doesn't matter. He's going to acknowledge it at some point. Right. And then we'll, well try and get Elijah to acknowledge the fact that he stared at your fiance's tits. So. I'm sure he stared at a lot of tits that day. I know I did. Honestly, yeah, no. There was nothing all... else to do. I was in line. Ivan was staring at. Ooh. Ivan was an ass heaven. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should call it, Megacon ass heaven. Ivan. Every time I looked over at Ivan, he's just like. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's normal for girls to have their ass out. And he's just like, oh my goodness, I'm in heaven. So, <laughs> all right. Well, that was my MegaCon experience. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm happy that at the end of the day, you were still able to get 
some like like you said there was a silver lining there and stuff but i am sorry to hear that like megacon just completely shitted on your experience and um yeah fuck that um that group um that that organized it we'll tag them in this too fuck them yeah fuck them yeah (laughs) okay all right so on to our topic episode and i'm so proud of myself i timed this perfectly for the release of the movie so all of our dragon ball z fans you know that um the movie is coming out in what this episode is going to come out Monday, maybe Tuesday. Who knows? Um, it's coming out the 11th. So, of course, why not take this moment to show and showcase our love hate relationship with oh. Dragon Ball Z as Ivan holds up his Majin Vegeta? I made sure you say the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, I want to start it off positive first. <laughs> <laughs> just okay. a little bit of positivity yeah so um one of the positive things it could also be viewed as like a what the fuck moment um last yeah because this episode will be out next week last week toriyama did confirm toriyama himself confirmed that gohan is the strongest character in the franchise um, i am not on the so gohan we're gonna train. focus on the positivity of that so yay but it was just happy to hear that confirmed because we all know he's supposed to but no, um so I like I'm, i said i'm gonna put a, that in my negative slot no I yeah disagree. we're gonna we're, we're definitely gonna have to talk about that um um yeah we're, we're, we're gonna talk about it because kind of like are you sure like we know it that his potential but are you sure like with how you've written him so mm, okay positive light for now positive light okay so what would you say is your favorite um your favorite arc your favorite scene your favorite fight like out of everything canon of of dragon ball z that like from from dragon ball to dragon ball z dragon ball super um the movies that are canon like what would you say is your is your um is your favorite either arc scene or fight ivan i'll have you go first because you've been quiet for a little bit while we were on our tangent i was about to say the same thing (laughs) um favorite arc I think people know that I love the Cell Saga a lot. Um, yeah. Solid pick. And I think Toonami is like the main reason why I loved it because they made it seem like they were promoting a horror movie. Now. Yeah. Oh, right. You said that in the um in the Toonami episode. I remember. Yeah. I was like, I was scared. I was like, I, we didn't even know what Cell looked like. I was terrified. I was just seeing clothes on the floor and like a weird noise when he walks. And... um. I love that so much because I was we were able to get like a deeper storyline at that time that I was like, oh shoot, bro, there's a whole nother universe where people where all of us got clapped. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Gohan died in like the worst way. Like future Yo. Gohan hurt, bro. I cried. If 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 see if I if Akira Toyama came out and said future Gohan is the strongest in the franchise, I'd be like, oh, yes, more- future make- Gohan is the GOAT. Yeah, thank you. We agree on that. <laughs> but um, with that, uh, my favorite scene, you said favorite scene and favorite fight? Well, it could be, yeah, favorite scene, favorite fight, favorite arc, like whatever you want. Like so Favorite scene. My favorite scene is actually when Majin Vegeta gives the speech. <gasps> oh, that's my favorite scene. Mm, oh, that's a solid one. At the tournament arc, 
when he speaks about like having your having your whole race dwindled down to a handful. I was feeling that. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I'm not even. Yeah. I was like, like, yes. I was like, fight the power. <laughs> is, that's uh, that's right before the final explosion, right? Yeah, right before he blew up everybody in that arena. Fun fact: I made an a- AMV in like in the seventh grade with Goku <laughs> Vegeta, and that's the opening scene in my AMV. Oh, oh you're not. I-, I thought you were talking about his speech before he blows himself up. Oh yeah, that speech is cool, but it's like meh. But like the speech that he gives, like Supreme Kai. When Supreme Kai's like, isn't there anything more useful than this meaningless battle? He's like, meaningless? Like, the emotion, like, ah. You know what's the funny is... of a real Saiyan, because we haven't seen him be a real Saiyan in so much, in so long. So he's now, like, processing all the pain, all the anguish, all the anger that he had to hold back inside while being on Earth, just for to keep it safe when all he really wanted was to prove to himself that he is still a Saiyan. That is like the rawest thing ever. Now, favorite fight. Damn, that's a hard one. Actually, I, uh, before before you cut into that, I was going to say, because when you said Vegeta's speech, I thought you meant like before he blows himself up. That's what oh, I yeah. thought too. That's my and that's, that's And that's what reminded me because that, that part that you're talking about, my favorite scene is like right after that. And I'll get to that when it's my turn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That, that's it's because like, that's I don't a know, great episode i just felt like i just it felt like him when he did that and then like my favorite fight scene are you you're gonna learn one thing about me i love vegeta more than goku hell yeah fuck hell goku. yeah hell so, yeah my favorite fight would probably be when when vegeta fought topo in the tournament of power and Ooh, he did oh okay okay no that will when he that. did the limit I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, because a lot of great stuff came out of um, 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 Dragon Ball Super. And just seeing Vegeta finally get, like, his slight, like, little, like, shining moment. And that's, oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. Preach. Continue. It, it shows you that his same pride goes way beyond what people think. So yeah. that's one thing I love about Vegeta. That he, he don't, no matter what he was, he will stick to his roots. And his pride, his pride, people was like judging, but his pride has got him very far. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, Absolutely. yes, from when we first met him up until like where he is currently outside of the manga, because I'm not, I, I don't read the, the manga I'm for it, though, but. It's completely different from the anime. I think we're sticking to the anime on this one. Yeah, yeah, we're 100 percent. This is an anime yeah. podcast. It's shut yeah. the fuck up animes <laughs> on, not shut the fuck up. Manga. We're reading manga. Like. Well, it's because <laughs> manga has nothing to do with the super anime. It's like two yeah. completely different storylines. I don't know why, but you know. Yeah. Well, but, well whatever. But no, uh, uh, no, I, I prefer um, Vegeta over Goku. And I prefer a lot of people over Goku any day. Goku's probably in my most hated um, anime characters. But um yeah, yeah, I said it. I said it. I said it. And I'll say it again. I would die on I'm, this hill. I'm, I'm there with you. And you know what's funny? It's nothing about Goku. It's just how he's written that makes me it's, not like him. Well, it's how he's written and it's him and so I don't like the goody two-shoes character. Like, as people, if you've heard all the other episodes, I'm a villain type of girl. I don't like the goody two-shoes. Only goody two-shoes character I like is Deku. Um, but I know, I think apparently he takes a turn. Someone spoiled that for me. Spoiler alert! Um, but... Yeah, I, I just yeah. don't like that he's just so pure and good. It, it's it's impossible he's just, to be that good. And he's, he's just stronger than everybody, seemingly like without effort. 
Yeah, it's he's just when Ultra Instinct came out, I was literally screaming. I was like, no, 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 you can't do this. No, no, no. The one time I could defend Goku and that goody two shoe argument, there's like two times. One, this man literally at the age of 10, like killed the whole entire Red Ribbon Army. (laughs) Okay, so. And two is when he was going to kill Supreme Kai. Yep, okay, so good point. At that moment, he wasn't Goku, he was Kakarot. He was about to blast Supreme Kai just so he could fight Vegeta. I was like, yo, this is so raw. No, Goku has exactly one cool moment, and it's the very first time he turns Super Saiyan. Yeah. And Frieza throws a punch at him, and he grabs his fist, and Frieza's trying to pull it away, and he squeezes a little bit, and you audibly hear Frieza go, ow! And you're like, yo... Clap. What about Yo, the one you cut out for a little bit? You're cutting out a little bit every now and then, Ivan. Sorry, can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you crystal clear. Yeah, the slap. Yeah. The poorly animated slap. <laughs> <laughs> or like when, when he first shows up on the scene and Frieza shoots his lasers that fucking pierce everybody and he just pew! That was pretty cool. Goku had only, all his cool moments were in the Frieza saga. I was just Nothing about to after. say. Nothing after. Frieza Saga, like I liked to go, I liked Frieza Saga Goku, um, because he was pretty badass. Um, like, but other than that, like, he was just no, he's just your overpowered. That no, no, just no, just no. Yeah, a lot of the tropes that started in the Frieza Saga, like were made exponentially worse moving forward because like the whole like we need to stall time until goku could get here in the frieza saga that was the first time it happened well no that's not true because no when they fought vegeta and napa for the first time they were waiting for yeah him. they were yeah. waiting for him so never mind so i but still in the frieza saga it's like okay you can understand his, he got his shit rock but like his fight with like chase and birder jason birder that's actually where, one of my favorite <laughs> where he's just He's standing there, and they're like, "No, he's not just standing there. He's moving so fast; it looks like he's not moving." That was pretty. That was pretty dope. Mm, I yeah, like. It was a little cool. It was a little cool. <laughs> you're you're cutting out, Ivan. He's like trying so hard not to admit it. She's like, "Yeah, I guess that's fucking cool." I'm telling it, you, I mean, he he has his little cool moments here and there, but overall, him as a whole, he's just so overrated and overpowered to the point of where literally anything thrown his way you automatically know he's gonna get he's gonna win it does like he literally like ultra instinct coming into play he literally died <laughs> well he, he pretty much died and then i know the whole thing of like saiyans like if they like when, they, when they're beaten like almost to death think- they come back even stronger so yeah. in a sense it makes sense that like he died came back and then like ultra instinct wasn't locked but it still seemed like such a cop-out it, it was, was all in games until this man showed up. Brawly. Okay, 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 okay. All right, all right. Okay, we have to get back back to my outline, guys. Back on track, okay, yeah. yeah, back on track because we're going to get into all of this. I okay. thought we were already in the negative since we mentioned Goku. No, we're supposed to be talking about the positivity. Positivity. We're all positive. Okay, cool. What's your either your favorite arc scene or fight or all three? Whatever. Uh, my favorite arc uh, is definitely the Frieza saga. For sure. Ooh, yeah. Um, I think the Ginyu Force is like <gasps> goaded. Like I love yes. the Ginyu Force. Top tier, their peak. <laughs> There's like, oh my god, they, they had everything. They had like the goofy guy. They had the guy that wasn't strong, but he had an ability that was just OP by freezing time you know? by holding his breath. Yeah. I have a hard time um 
trying to remember what actual like Ginyu Force was in the anime just because um, Dragon Ball Z abridged has just completely oh, ruined God, I disappeared. how I view the Ginyu Bro, Force. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta quote them one time. You gotta quote one of them, Cole. Which one? I don't know. Berger, the fastest man in the universe. <laughs> Hi, I'm your worst nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, fucking, uh, so, like, yeah, Ginyu Force was top tier. I think Frieza, um, I think Frieza was probably the best villain. Oh, that's a good argument. Mm. That's like, um, yeah. I, I think, believe- like, best best written villain, um, had a clear goal. Um, I thought it was a girl for the longest time. And honestly, they sh- Akira Toriyama should have just retroactively went, like, oh, yeah, Frieza's a girl. Or asexual. Yeah, well, it's like yeah, it's like, asexual. You're 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 already right there with like the the female, like in the in, lipstick. In, like it's already it's already yeah. there. Yeah. So, Ivan, you're cutting out in and out. You're cutting out a lot. We're gonna need you to check your Wi-Fi or something. Normally, it's it's me who cuts out, but <laughs> learn to have so, a Ethernet yeah, connection yeah. now. Um. So yeah, and not to mention Frieza is like the only villain in the rest of the series that doesn't regenerate somehow cell at least had a reason why he could regenerate is because he had piccolo cells in him and Namekians can regenerate okay that made sense majin buu just being like yeah he's pink goo he comes back you have to destroy every atom i'm like that's horseshit all the only reason why you made that is so that you could one up cells regenerative abilities but that doesn't matter and the fact that cell had saiyan blood and namekian blood so he could regenerate and he got stronger every time he regenerated because of the saiyan blood that's creative that's really creative but frieza was just fucking badass it was just strong that was his whole gimmick he's fucking strong he's way stronger than everybody that's his thing so that's why i love the frieza saga um Obviously, you know, Goku and Frieza's fight is a legendary. Still, I think still the longest running fight in anime history. Oh, God. Um, you know, I saw a theory that said that um, the reason why their fight appeared to last for hours is because and it's, it's a fan theory. It's a Reddit. You know, you all we all go to deep dive into Reddit. But because um, we're watching their fight in slow motion to me, I mean, Okay, yeah, that's cool, but it's still there's no reason why it should have lasted no, for it's, it's, 50 episodes. It's just the it's just the movie ticking clock thing. It's just, you know, it it, it I didn't like the whole like five minutes. Like she could yeah. she said oh she he could have said he could have said like 20 minutes and we'd have been like, okay, I can understand if that's all taking 20 minutes. Okay, so yeah, that's my favorite scene. Our saga. My favorite scene is when Vegeta becomes super Vegeta. And he gets all cocky with oh. Cell and, oh. lets him, and lets him absorb Android 18. And then all of a sudden he starts getting his shit rock. What's that? It's probably one of the worst decisions ever made. Yeah, he fucked up big time. So, but it, it, it's, it's well written because that's exactly what he would fucking do. If someone said, oh, if I could just reach my full form, I could defeat you. And he's like, oh yeah, reach your full form because I'm smacking you around like a little bitch. So... And then once once Cell starts rocking his shit, and he just and and that's when he does like the fucking off the world blasting final flash. And dude, I can't even tell you how many times I've gone on YouTube and I've just watched that scene with his muscles just pulsating, and he's just got the lightning <laughs> striking the ground, and it, he just 
And he just tells Sally, he's like, stay right where you are. And you just see that moment where when he goes, final flash, and he strikes it off. And Cell's like smug face, just he goes, oh no. And he like gets scared, like at the last minute, like, oh shit, this might actually fuck me up. Oh my God, that's that scene is just, <laughs> oh, that scene is just be- magic. I love that scene. So good. And of course, the scene that you mentioned before when he's in the arena and he became Majin Buu for the first time. And he gives that like sideways like face and he just lifts up one hand and he just shoots a blast in the crowd as to say, you think I fucking care about these people? Like, bro, that scene hits so hard. Can you imagine if Vegeta like never like was aware of what was going on and came to and he just decided to roll with the whole like Majin thing? Well, he honestly. Honestly, if he became like a recurring villain as the show went on, I would be super okay with that. Yes, I. Oh, Vegeta's a villain. I mean, it's nice that I mean, I get great for storyline purposes, yada, yada, yada. I have a theory about that, too. But um, that, yeah, he became one of the good guys. But he's still kind of the villain, which is why I like him. But if he had stayed like the villain, like throughout Majin and chose to like go and with it and like really, really, really worked with Boo and all of them, like would have been over for everyone. Or if he just pulled like Green Ranger shit where he would just wait until they were done fighting somebody and then pop in and be like, guess what, motherfuckers? Like, <laughs> like uh, that would be awesome. Okay, so my favorite arc. I'm going to go against the um, against like the popularity. What's the word? I'm going to go but popularity right. or whatever. Yeah, go against, go against the grain. Thank you. Um, I really enjoyed the boo arc but i think it's because i played boo's fury so much like as a kid or even even as i got older i replayed it again so i think that's why like um um the whole like majin boo arc and stuff thing is my like favorite because um kid boo is like my favorite villain and so because he was just pure why is that face i don't like the space cool oh <laughs> What we got going on? <laughs> I just, even though I know, like, compared to Frieza and Cell and all of that, like, he's, they're obviously, like, amazing and, like, top tier. You can't beat them, though. But I think it's just because I played the game so much that, like, I enjoyed the arc a lot as well. But um, just Kid Boo was just pure, utter chaos. He is the true definition of a toddler, like, rampaging through the world. I, I just, I just loved that whole thing. And then the fact he turned people into candy and then ate them. You know how degrading and humiliating no, that is? Majin Buu did that. Don't well, I mean, I'm talking about well, Boo, like Boo as a whole, not Kid Boo, but like Boo, <laughs> all of his personas. Like you're oh. turning people into candy and eating. That's so degrading and humiliating. Like, mm. and then also no. too, it was where Vegeta turned and he had his, um, his, his, his amazing speech right before the explosion where you found out that he really did truly he was a good father he hugged of. trunks for the first time yeah yeah and that he, he, you could tell he actually had a crying. little bit of a heart and stuff and it was like well, to me that was like probably one of the more emotional scenes in um in dragon ball z so that's actually, what I, mo- most of the emotional scenes are from vegeta yeah like, i remember the first time i was brought to tears in that show was when he was giving Goku the whole speech of like, there's no honor in any of this. Like he killed my family. Like he destroyed my planet. He killed my father. And he's like crying and he's like, and then Frieza just shoots him through the chest and Goku like pours a hole in the ground and like gives him a proper burial. 
I remember that I was eight years old. No, yeah, I was like eight years old when I saw that. Yeah, it's like every single time because Dragon Ball Z is not really like a super super like emotion fest the way that like Naruto is. Yeah, but he has every its moments. Single, but it has its moments, and most of those moments are brought by Vegeta because he has that like super macho exterior. But he's like when he gets soft about stuff. That was my other moment I was going to bring up is when um when uh, Beerus uh, slaps Bulma. <gasps> Yeah. And he goes, that's my Bulma. And I was like, okay, that moment was fucking dope. <laughs> it shows um character development because Dragon Ball Z doesn't have a lot of character development. So we only we'll can get really... to that. Yeah. So seeing <laughs> Vegeta enter as the villain and then him actually like, even though he continues to stay a dick throughout like the entire season, or the entire like um series and all he still just wants to defeat Kakarot at the end of the day but just seeing him have these like little moments where you can tell like oh no like he really is a good he's just a dick but he really is a good guy now like you said when Beerus um um bitch slaps Bulma and then um right before the explosion he hugs Trunks and and all like he 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 has his little moments and it, it makes your heart warm you still want him to stay like mean and all yeah. of that though but it's nice to see the character development of him changing and being a good person and and he's had the toughest road um one i won't say the tough but one of the toughest roads i think he had the toughest he saw his dad get killed in front of him he was enslaved got he got killed more than goku did <laughs> and it's true yeah well i was okay toughest in the series i'm gonna because gohan to me in and out of the series has had the toughest road <laughs> of Dragon Ball. Yeah, but no, no so somebody... it's just it's nice seeing him have those those wholehearted moments. Um I'll say my favorite scene is um when it's Vegeta and Nappa are there and they're still waiting on um I think there's I think they're still waiting on Goku to get there and Krillin like steps up to the plate because Krillin, like that's my dog right there. I love Krillin. And um, he forms his um, destructo Destru- disc and he goes to like throw it at Nappa and Nappa is like, oh, ha, ha, whatever. It's not going to do anything. And Vegeta Lasman is like, oh, dodge that thing. And it like slices his face. And that's when you, to me, that kind of made it seem like, all right, no, Krillin, Krillin can hang with these guys. Like he, like if, if Nappa hadn't dodged that thing, like head would have been cleared, cut off, would have been a completely different outcome. Um, they probably wouldn't have had to wait as long as they did for for Goku. So oh, no. I, I really enjoyed seeing Krillin like tr- truly prove that like no he he deserves to be there. Krillin would have got clapped. I can, I can respect that. Right there. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Krillin would have like, got clapped. Oh, okay, this dude's for real. I'm about to blow up this whole planet like right now. <laughs> well, if he could at least take it out Napa, like he was li- he was literally like if Vegeta was seconds away. Krillin wins that fight because of that. Yeah. You think so? I don't think so. If no, Vegeta the, wasn't paying attention, Vegeta could have been there, but if Vegeta wasn't even paying attention and stuff, yeah. like Napa, Napa would have been, been dead died. on sight. Dead on sight. Because if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Vegeta saying dodge, um, haha, Dragon Ball's dodge. dodge. Okay. <laughs> 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 we need to have a, a, at least a, a, a slight segue into that eventually. Oh my god! Yeah, I have to rewatch Dragon Ball Z, but it's been so long, and I remember I was waiting. Well, we all remember it got to a point where we were waiting months in between episodes, to the point of where like my now it's like years. 
yeah me remembering like dragon ball z is like fused in with dragon ball z abridged which is why i said <laughs> ginyu force like i can't remember them like in the actual anime it's all that and frieza i go back and forth between frieza like in the anime and frieza abridged okay yeah but no yeah that's my favorite scene because krillin um need um needs to get respect oh my theory because someone had mentioned about um about the saints coming down and all someone had mentioned that earlier um so one of my um fan theories i fell upon that i actually think is like most likely and i hope Teriyama says like yes so remember in dragon ball after they get the 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 um all the dragon balls make their wish yeah yeah and they disappear um, there's like a four year gap between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Remember how Bulma was constantly wishing that she wanted a boyfriend? Like she got, she was also was, what? So she wished Vegeta as the boyfriend. So that's an actual theory because between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, she had enough. She had four years to go and collect the Dragon Balls. And she wished for Vegeta and then boom, he came because she can't wish for like a whole actual being. And Vegeta, next thing you know, Dragon Ball Z, Vegeta's like on his way to Earth. So that's and there's a whole bunch of like stuff to like kind of support it. It's not confirmed, though. But to me, that's um, and that's a, that's a super popular fan theory as well, that um, the only reason why um, Vegeta and all of that happened and everything is because Balma um, was being your typical female and um, wished for a boyfriend. And next thing you know, Vegeta and Nappa were on their way to Earth. It it makes sense. You can't say really, it doesn't. All right. It doesn't, what do you mean it doesn't make fine. sense? It doesn't make sense. How the does it not make sense? They were going to Earth because Raditz tracked down Kakarot and they, oh, were, they okay. were following Raditz because they were going out to try to find more Saiyans. No, but she's, I think she was trying to say, like, the wish, like, caused these events to happen, which makes Bulma the villain, because then. (laughs) Yeah, because if she wished for a boyfriend and then Raditz shows up, it's like, what did I tell you? That's not. No, well, Raditz, that was just a, it was butterfly effect, you know, chain, chain of things and stuff. Raditz shows up and then that's where Vegeta knows, okay, all right, everyone's heading to Earth. But who's to say that didn't happen because Bulma didn't wish for her? It's an extremely popular and very likely fan theory. I'm going to need all of y'all to go look this up because I know I'm not talking out of my ass with this. One. Okay. All right. You, you all do right, well, I'm just Whatever floats you with. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I mean, who's because that's what that's one of the wishes that she wanted for a long time. That's, that's not really how uh, Omega, that's not really how Shenron works, though. Like every time he does a wish, it just it just instantly happens. And I want to say within like while not too long like, later he doesn't like hit down a domino and then a, a bunch of big domino effect makes something happen he just makes things happen instantly now that i'm thinking about did they ever actually explain how those two actually like fell in love with each other no because right. of her dragon her dragon ball wish oh jesus that's Christ. How- <laughs> you know what that's the only part that makes sense see because there, there's no way like how else would he of all people like the, the the worst person in the world fall in love with Bowman. Why would well, she why would she see anything in him? Well, first off, have you seen his bod? And second off, maybe he oh, just no, he's a daddy. Tits. He's an absolute daddy. Okay. All right. It's a theory. It's a it's a very legit, um, yeah. highly supported theory. Look at that. Look at that. Hairline at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if we I don't think we we said favorite fights. Oh, Frankie didn't say for favorite fight. Um Favorite fight is gonna have to be um during the tournament of power. Um oh 
I was in a haze when I watched it because I was kind of in denial. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll watch it. Man, y'all, um, y'all simping for Dragon Ball Super. The Dragon Ball Super, I'm not going to lie. Like, it wasn't necessary. And that was one of the things I was going to talk about. It wasn't necessary, but it had a lot of really, really, really good moments. It was, it, it's, if you like Dragon Ball Z, it's worth a watch. It is definitely worth a watch. Did you watch it, Cole? I'm, I'm not all the way through, no. Okay, still, no, it's, the, it's tournament good. the Tournament of Power, like, introduces a lot of things that I'm sure we'll never see again. Um, but it was, the fights in there were amazing. But my favorite fight was, um, who's the, who's the bunny guy? Um, Are you talking about Dispo? Dispo, when, um, when he fights Frieza. And he grabs him by the tail. <laughs> he grabs him by the tail and just <laughs> drags him. <laughs> That just because of the sheer embarrassment that came out of that. And um, you're not expect like during like a high intensity fight when it comes to dra- the Dragon Ball series, you're not expecting any like comical scenes to happen when they're having their fights. But that like that to me was just like perfect. And it just showed that Frieza was not here to play. And it was it was just so disrespectful. And I loved every ounce of it. But all the fights in Tournament of Power were like really really good surprisingly they were oh my god they were so good even the ultra instinct fight even though it was a cop-out with him and um jiren because because jiren was just a a beast to be reckoned with and all the other um um universe was universe six or universe 11 oh girl you're gonna ask me the universes i don't remember all the universes i think it was universe six those saiyans that came that that came about all their fights and oh my god yeah cool you gotta catch up on it but no yeah um um frieza disrespecting um um what's his name again Dis- dispo disco dispo dragged frieza first oh yeah that's right yeah 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 dispo um dragging frieza by the tail was just um because frieza thought shit was sweet and he's like ah gotcha bitch <laughs> yeah got humbled but he came back but yeah it was just it was it was beautiful it was it was hilarious and it was kind of payback like for all the shit you've put the universe through frieza like you need to get humiliated a little Frieza bit. was already humiliated. He was chopped to bits and blown to pieces by trunks. And then he came back and resurrected action. He was all golden. And then they decided to have him fight for them. Nah, nah, nah. Like, no, you think shit is still sweet? Nah, nah. He needed that disrespect. He needed I got that a question. Mm-hmm. Can, do you guys remember a special where all the villains got resurrected? So yes, that's actually not a special. That's unless you're talking about the the the, the fusion reborn when they came back. But if you're talking about their plan to eradicate all Saiyans, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Fun yeah, fact, that was, I don't remember know, that. That was first a fan made movie, and then they made it a real movie. Okay, okay. So it wasn't just a fever dream. I knew I remember that somewhere. Where it was like <laughs> even like Raditz and Nappa and everybody like came back. It was yeah. It was Turles, Cooler. Shout out to Turles. He's Bro, so Turles. underrated. Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> Turles is awesome. Bro. I didn't oh. say my favorite fight. That's why I brought it up. Oh, oh what's your favorite fight? You guys, you guys, you guys are, are simping over Dragon Ball Super. One of my favorite fights is um, in the it's actually from one of the movies. And it's when is it a canon movie? Yes. It's only- it's okay. Movie. Okay. All right. Good. It's um. It's the uh, what's his name? Uh, Bojack, the Bojack movie. I can't hear you, Ivan. Why not canon? It's not canon for real. The only canon movies are Resurrection of F, Battle of the Gods, and the Broly. Yeah. Oh, but they, I, will, they, I, 
nostalgic because I love the BoJack movie. <laughs> I was so so they're gonna say that like Android thirteen didn't happen. Like nope. they're gonna say that Garlic Junior never happened. Nope. Yeah, fuck them. Yes, they did. <laughs> it's crazy. The, the only movies. the only one that doesn't make sense uh, chronologically is Tree of Might. That's the only nope. one I remember back in the day. They said that's the only one that's not canon. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, none of them are canon besides like the last three that are involved in Super. Okay, well, my favorite fight, regardless, is in the BoJack movie in the tournament in the beginning when Tien fights Trunks. Yes, that fight. I don't is think I've seen awesome. this movie. Oh my no, god! No, and Tien is like getting the best of Trunks, and he has to go Super Saiyan <laughs> to beat him because Tien is my favorite character, and he doesn't get any love ever. He gets shit on all the time. The humans don't give a lot of get a lot of love in these, and they no. really should because they're they're putting up this, with a lot of shit. This show has like nine Rockleys in it, where they have these <laughs> badass characters that come in and they do something really fucking awesome, and then they just get shit on and they don't matter for the rest of the series. Wait, wait I gotta interrupt here. Tien does Tien held cell with a tri with the with the tri beam like twenty times. Yeah, he saved and- Ohan in the Boo saga. I just feel that you know we just we did kind of shit on him like it's super they shit on him hard. No, he gets he gets little moments of glory where he doesn't actually like he doesn't uh, he doesn't achieve anything. Same same exact thing when he was fighting Nappa, like gets his arm chopped off, and it, all he does is like hold him off or save somebody. He never like beats anyone. R.I.P. Chopsu. Okay, continue. Un- unpopular opinion: Tien is more useful than Krillin. That's true. Uh, I feel like, oh, okay. No, because, okay, okay. The reason, and I actually, I haven't. Besides getting Android 18 pregnant. Yo, that was a boss move. That's a big W. Yo, he pulled 18, (laughs) like, come on now. (laughs) Now I'm thinking about, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I guess Gohan's on Earth, but I'm like, damn, what if Gohan wasn't on Earth? And like, Andrew 18 was like, all right, Goku's dead. I'm about to merc everybody right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take one for the team, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's when uh, Krillin's dick saved the world. Yes. <laughs> so therefore, Krillin is the strongest human and best human fighter on Earth. Well, what, what I will say, I actually have a theory about why I think they shit on TN so much is because TN is a... Um, like a representation of like Chinese culture because he has like the third eye and oh. he's like a monk and Chinese Japan name. and China don't really like each other too much because of like world wars and stuff. So, Oh, that's a little bit. Well, I mean, Dragon Ball Z does have a lot of like little racist aspects in there. <laughs> so, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Popo. Yeah. Popo. <laughs> hey bro. Enjoy the adult. climb back up, bitch. <laughs> I don't kill cats. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, that's actually a really good. Wow. Yeah, see? It's different now, isn't it? I have to look that up on Reddit. And I now. think his name actually translates to like Chinese fried rice or something because they're all Ooh. named after food items and shit. Yeah. Because uh, Tian Shinhan, I think, means like uh, Chinese fried rice or something. Oh, I, I can't it. wait to look this up. I will be confirming on the Instagram page. I'm going to translate everyone's names um and dragon ball z um on the instagram page post them up. yeah and that's that's <laughs> another underrated uh, arc was the android saga because we got to see people who weren't goku like get down and dirty yeah and that's when vegeta had his whole do do uh 
uh, machines experience fear moment, which is fucking amazing. So that arm, bro, that arm was going through hell. Yo, and that piano while he's like turning Super Saiyan for the first time. Oh man, so good. Love it. Now it's negative. Getting into my next question. Try to answer unbiasedly as you can, because I know I have to. Um, when do you think the Dragon Ball series should have ended? At what arc? I personally think, really, it should have ended at F- Frieza. I th- maybe Cell, but I think Frieza was top. And if they had ended right then and there, I think the world would have been happy and okay. Um, just because then I feel like once you get into the cell arc, it kind of puts your hopes up for, for, for Gohan and it's never really fulfilled, which is kind of why every, like everyone's issues now. So I think if they had ended at, I, I think they should have ended at Frieza. And even though, like I said, like, I love um, the whole like Majin Buu and, and the whole Majin um, arc and everything though. But I personally think that they should have ended at, at Frieza because because most people pretty much everyone still consider him like one of the best villains um well the best villain to come out of the Dragon Ball um series so and then after that like you said it just starts introducing a lot of things like into the cell arc that they never really quite dive into um and I will mention again Gohan which is just um the biggest utter disappointment in the entire entire world so yeah when do you guys think um the dragon ball z um the dragon ball series should have ended what arc me um we could have ended it with the cell saga i would have been completely fine with it like all right we're passing down the mantle or like we're just letting it be let goku finally rest he was supposed to be dead like after the freezer saga and there but fans because we're spoiled brats said no we need more we need goku time that's what GT's called, Goku time. But um, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, we, we needed Goku back. And then we got the self, you know, we got the Android saga. And then like, we continue. I think we could have ended it with the self saga. I was fine with that ending. I was completely fine with it. Yeah, I, I think we could have ended it there and have like now, because like, you know, the, the whole half breeds have more potential than purebreds, like the pure blood. Okay, say- yeah. So we could have ended it right there. I'm like, all right, we fulfilled that prophecy. It's done. But then Goten was born. I'll change my answer. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, because it's not until after the um, um, Cell Sagas when you kind of realize the whole half-breed thing, which is my favorite My favorite thing out of all the Dragon Ball things was the fact that um, that half um, the half-bloods were supposed to be um, um, stronger than like full-blooded. So, and I'm, I'm really extremely highly disappointed that we didn't get to see that like fully play out. So yeah, I'll, I'll change my answer to, to Cell Saga. It should have been the end. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I, no, I 100% agree. Cell Saga is not just when it should have ended. It's like, that's where it kind of, it's, yeah, that's, that it ends. Yeah, um, a lot of people don't recognize, a lot of people don't recognize after. Boo is, got some cool moments. Mm-hmm. Um, it has uh the boo saga has um trunks um do his training in the hyperbolic time chamber and stuff is cool um goku wearing saiyan armor for the first time was neat looking yeah yeah 
And they never put that in the video games as an alternate skin. Like they do in Tenkaichi. In what well, in in Tenkaichi, the first one, Ultimate Tenkaichi? Or no, the first first three, you're able to find you're able to get the Saiyan saga. I mean the Saiyan armor. Okay. I, I was more of like a Budokai guy. Oh yeah, I had both, but good, good, good picks. Yeah. Wasn't well, uh was Mystic Gohan and um and um that was in Boo, yeah. In Boo, yeah, yeah. That so was Mystic, I liked that. Mystic Boo? Gohan was dope. Mystic Gohan was the most powerful character, like in the um, whole so Vegito came out. Yeah, I, I thought I thought Majin Buu was a, a weak villain. Like like his his gimmick was just that like he's childish, but it's like um yeah, but I think Super Boo was probably the strongest because he was evil where he like did his blast that like eliminated like most of it, life on earth, but yeah. also at the same time he was hilarious. Buhan was um actually fun fact, Buhan was the strongest version of uh of Boo when he absorbed uh, Mystic Gohan. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I yeah. thought I thought the fact that he could absorb people, I thought that was a neat little thing, even though they that were was- literally just ripping off Cell again. And but he got but the cool thing about it, he was able to absorb their actual abilities. Like when he got Go Tanks, he was able to make the little ghost and stuff. Yeah, he was able to do Kamehameha. Man, the man yelled himself out of the hyperbolic time chamber. I thought that was crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, the Boo, Boo Saga has uh, some cool moments. Obviously, Majin Vegeta is pretty goaded oh yeah that's um, an iconic moment and it's a shame because that's an iconic moment in um in dragon ball is is majin vegeta and like that whole his speeches like his that that speech is like it'll bring you it, it like you said it'll make you cry and it's a shame that it 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 happened and yeah and it's like when he's talking to Piccolo and Piccolo's basically telling him like, dude, you did too many evil things. You're probably going to go to hell. And Vegeta's just like, okay, well, I guess All that's right. just how, I guess yeah. that's just on how a rocket goes. sled. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, yeah, but I think cell, I think that's when um, the writing was probably at its best at its peak. Um, yeah. Cause like cell, like there was a reason why he could regenerate. Like I said, there was a reason why every time he regenerated and came back, he was stronger there was a reason why he could do other people's like abilities. Like he could do the Kamehameha and all this stuff. Um, yeah. I think that the cell saga is probably correct. I think the Android saga is underrated. Um, you think it's underrated? Yeah. I think it's underrated. Like when Piccolo fights Android 17, that's probably one of the coolest, most forgotten fights ever because oh, okay, everybody yeah. just remembers TN doing the tri-beam over and over again because that happens like right after. But that was when uh, uh, Piccolo did the, um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, it's like Hellfire Grenade or something. Where he has Hellzone Grenade. Hellzone Grenade. So it has all the balls around Android 17 and then he brings them all together. That's when it kind of showed like Piccolo, he was a force to be reckoned with because he was smart. And he was, they, and so I'm so sorry for interrupting. Yeah, yeah no, you're good. It's, <laughs> I've been I excited. Have stop, <laughs> I, I have to stop talking to hear you. People, people don't know Piccolo is also one of my favorite characters because his fight IQ is very, very high. Mm-hmm. And like when he was with Kami, it was like, all right, now I could, you know, I could hang with you guys. Yeah, that, and Piccolo, when I was growing up, Piccolo was my favorite character because he sounded awesome. He's obviously the only black guy in the show because Piccolo's black. Let's just get that out. Don't forget here. about Popo. Popo's not, he's like a parody of a black person. Piccolo's like a legit, like okay, when I looked yes, at- yes, I am sorry, when, my people. Yeah, we're not yeah, going to compare Popo to our people. I'm telling okay. you, like- It's in the show. <laughs> yeah, like Piccolo, Piccolo is- uh, Piccolo's He black. was a present father. 
as well. Yeah, it's not up for debate. <laughs> yeah, he basically he raised Gohan. Um, but I feel like the Boo saga is when they really, really like threw him under the bus because he was he was useless, just like everybody else was, except Goku and Go. And it's like they're like, okay, now everyone's useless except Gohan. And you're like, nah, kind of go fuck. No, Gohan was useless for like a long time in the saga. Yeah, but then when he turned Super Saiyan 2, you're like, okay, so now he's just head and shoulders above everybody, including Vegeta, which... But not in the Boo. What? Not in the Boo saga. Yeah, in the Boo saga. I'll I'll, I'll die. I won't just die on this hill. I will quote Vegeta. He said, it's a shit. He said to Gohan, I mean, to Goku, your son hasn't trained in years. He's not even a fraction of what he was during when he fucked up. Wait. Ivan, just a few minutes ago, you said that Mystic Gohan. Mystic, not Super Saiyan 2. Oh, Mystic, okay. When he fought Deborah and Vegeta was annoyed that the fight took so long because he said that if Gohan was at the same power level when he fought Cell, this would have been a short fight. Yeah, Deborah gets shit on too, and he was a cool villain. Oh, no, he was, yeah, he was, he was cool looking, bro. We yeah. actually had a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I think Cell is when after that is that's when it should have ended. And there's a lot of cool stuff in the Boo Saga, but um, yeah, I, I don't think it should have ended at Cell. Actually, I kind of recant that because even though I think Boo had a lot of really shitty writing, and I think Boo as a whole was just a really really weak villain. Um, well, technically, in a sense, I feel like. Boo in all his versions was the strongest villain they've ever faced. Not the best, um, but the strongest villain they've ever faced because they couldn't even defeat him. They just had to kind of be like, hey, why don't you be a good person and come join us? Yeah, Hercule. <laughs> so, Hercule actually did what became the savior of Earth because of that. Because he made of all people, friends with him. Of all but fucking people. I think that, but uh, ultimately, even though I do like that bait and switch, I think that if Bobbity just released Boo and it was just Kid Boo from the beginning. I feel like not only would it have been a lot scarier, mm-hmm. um, it would it would have had a lot more like stakes to it, I guess. Like, and, and you could make Kid Boo like you can give him the whole absorption thing too, like give him that whole that whole arc. Even okay. though I think Super Boo is like, say what? I said that's pretty cool to think about. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, like even though I think Super Boo is probably like the funniest character in like the entire series. Um, like when he tells them, like, wh- like he puts down the big uh, uh, hourglass and he's like, Goku will come when this hourglass runs out and Kid Buu just crouches in front of us just looking. Yeah. <laughs> I use that as a reactive image anytime I'm waiting for somebody all the time. But yeah, but yeah, I think that um, the Boo saga, if it was uh, better written, made characters less irrelevant, um, it, it could have probably had its wraps. But I think the Cell saga ultimately is like, peak Peak. dragon ball z yeah it's definitely and you know you're now you're talking about mm, it's hard for me to figure out if if the boo even though it's my favorite villain like kid boo like i said is my is my favorite just because he's just you obviously never played budokai two and three because after those games after those games fuck kid boo like oh bro kid boo and tenkaichi was a held with people think that like Elden Ring and and all those uh, Dark Souls, y'all y'all think those games are hard? Try Kid playing Bu- against fucking Kid Buu on Budokai Three. 
bro, I remember I have bad memories. Me and my friend Taj, shout out to Taj. Like, we're like, bro, nothing was worse than dealing with kid boo in the whole <laughs> Dude. Bro. And you were able to, like, in Budokai 2 to back up Coles, it was like a board. And, like, me and my friends, we would pick our characters and we would both try to face kid boo and we just get smacked. <laughs> Every time. Because the way that it was fight, you, if, the way it was when you were fighting him, if you made one move or if you hit one punch or kick that didn't connect to him, you're fucked. It's over because he would just combo you until you fucking died every time. In the spin arms. I was, I got so mad. I was crying like, and yeah. And up to that point, you know who the hardest boss was before then was perfect cell at the end of Budokai one, because you have to play as a fucked up Gohan with only half of a life bar. And he has like five health bars and it was the same thing. If you made one mistake, you're fucking dead. You're at half yellow. If I remember you're half yellow, close to red. Yeah, and I, I just remember screaming and crying because I couldn't beat him. And Kid Buu was all of that and a punch in the face. Like, oh, fuck Kid Buu. Fuck Kid Buu. And the part about Budokai, too, you didn't just have to face Kid Buu. You had to face, like, the other people that are on the board. <gasps> oh, well, Before yeah, the, the, the whole game board thing. You just, I, I just remember avoiding Kid Buu like the fucking plague, but he had four moves and you only had two. Yeah, he, like, chased you. Yeah, he would chase you down. Yeah, and then in Budokai 3, it's like you had to fight him to beat the game, and it was fucking impossible. So fuck Kid Buu. He's the worst villain ever. And we're both speaking off trauma, Frankie. And, I and know, the, I can tell. And, even, <laughs> and, and I think it was Ultimate Tenkai. What was the ones that, that came out right after Raging Blast, where it had like the group fights for the first time? Raging Blast 2, and then it was Ultimate Tenkaichi. Well, Ultimate Tenkaichi wasn't the one that had the group fights, though. Mm-hmm. Um, you talking about Xenoverse? Xenoverse, yeah. Even the Kid Buu fight in that game was fucking horrible. Where I just I had to fight him over and over and over again. And I remember playing it with my buddy who was there with me through the Budokai struggle. And I was like, here we fucking go again. Kid Buu being a fucking asshole. <sighs> okay, yeah, Kid Buu. I'm sorry. That's how guys. I feel. <laughs> sorry. Like, I only played the um, Dragon Ball um, Z games that came out on um, Game Boy Advance. Um, yeah, the Game Boy Advance. I remember having a little Game Boy Advance SP, but those were the um, those were the only Dragon Ball Z games I played. I didn't get into them on like the actual consoles, so um, which is why I still really much enjoy the the whole Boo Saga, even though I don't think it was necessary. Um, but I still really much <laughs> enjoyed it. I'm so sorry. Guys. Yeah. Also, shout out to <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Raging Blast One and Two because those were without a doubt objectively the best Dragon Ball Z games, and it's non negotiable. It's very negotiable. It's we'll not talk. negotiable. We're gonna we're gonna discuss that after. <laughs> we could yeah. have a whole episode about just yeah. that. Okay. All right. So um I think we're all in agreement on uh maybe not. Maybe not after hearing hearing um Cole's Cole's little rants. Um what character do you think got fucked over the most out of the entire <laughs> I can't what even you, finish it? <laughs> where do you even begin? Um, So I'm going to say that we can pretty much all of us, even the people listening right now, um, can agree that Gohan um, got fucked over the hardest after um, 
um after cell uh no even after the boo saga because there was still like a little glimmer of hope in 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 the boo saga um but going into um when dragon ball super came out and he's like and toriyama was like oh you know well i figured that um gohan he was never really that guy he would care more about his family and his studies and i'm like fuck that like no no you wrote this you built him up for this amazing character development just to literally shit in our beds. Ha ha, ha ha, Amber Heard. Okay, just to, <laughs> <laughs> just to shit on us, like just to rip away this beautiful character that you have built up and have, have already told and have already had this whole thing about, yeah, have Saiyans are supposed to be ridiculously strong. We've seen these glimmers of where Gohan was the one of we were like, yeah, like he's gonna do this shit. Um, he's gonna he's gonna overpower Goku. But because of all the stupid Goku fanboys out there, it didn't happen because literally he could not have Gohan be stronger because everyone loved Goku so much. So it just couldn't happen. So yeah. the fans, the Goku fanboys, you were the reason why. Gohan was not. I have a. I used to have a hat that said, um, "When um, when the whole like make America great again came out, I had a hat, <laughs> a red hat that said make Gohan great again." <laughs> like, so That's I feel like majority, pretty much the entire world is in agreement when <laughs> when um, he's up there in terms of characters that that got fucked over the hardest. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think that um, that's for sure. I was never really a big Gohan fan ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. I Listen, I know I'm in the minority on this. I know Oof. Ivan's like, Oof. my chest. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I, don't, I, I was never really that big of a Gohan fan. I always kind of thought that he was a little bit annoying. Um, I see that. Yeah, but, uh, he can be. Yeah. I... I, I, I I hate to bring it up again because we bring it up every episode, but I wish Dragon Ball Z did a little bit more with their characters the way that like Naruto did because mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z has a lot of cool characters that are really awesome and they deserve their moments of glory. But like perfect example in Tree of Might, even though it's not canon, Tree of Might, uh, Piccolo comes and he like, and I remember because it was the Ocean's dub was the original Tree of Might. Yeah. So Piccolo's voice was like, put the boy down. Like, and I remember, and then Turles was like, or what? And he goes, or you'll die. And I'm like, oh, damn. But then he gets his shit rocked immediately, immediately. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, Piccolo got fucked over. Yeah. Um, anyone, anyone who watched uh, Dragon Ball and the Tree of Might movie would agree that Yamcha got really, really fucked over where he, to the point where he's like the butt of the joke. <laughs> in tree of might what jamsha had a great fight scene in tree of might yeah when he did the fucking volleyball shit yeah bro when he the spirit ball yeah yeah that shit was dope look once vegeta took his girl it was all down we knew yamcha was going to be the butt of all jokes so i feel bad for yamcha <laughs> i i love I, one of the most popular memes i see on like all the little nerd pages i'm on is um when someone's getting roasted in the comics and they're losing it's just yamcha like curled up in the ball yeah it's like in his pose like, the yamcha pose yeah and um, a bridge just destroyed him yeah well. cr- krillin krillin got fucked over big time yeah he, he became irrelevant um i think 
actually, hmm, it's hard to say because I would say that I think TN objectively is the most fucked over, but I'm biased, so I can't really say that. I think, you know, who I think gets fucked over the most is Vegeta. You know what? You know, yes, I will agree on that yeah. too. I will agree on that too because he's constantly um, in, in Goku's shadow and just getting all of his power-ups after Goku has already achieved them like tenfold. And it's just kind of like, okay, like, no, if anything, they should be, to me, I don't understand why they're not like closer in like power scales because it's clear that like Goku is top tier. And I would think that that Vegeta wouldn't be too far behind him especially since um the whole premise of evolving and uh, like achieving like your your different levels of super saiyan is anger and rage and emotion and um vegeta is like the most angriest emotional person on the show so if they want to keep goku like the strongest that's fine but don't have vegeta too far behind them like it doesn't make sense in terms of the power scale you've created (laughs) Not anymore. Yeah, Raleigh's on a whole nother level. So. I think, I think, um, I think the dynamic of Vegeta and Goku is an allegory for hard work versus natural talent. That's that's actually very yeah. true. Uh, yeah, we do that comparison a lot um, to back that up. Because I'm gonna back you up on TN. Reason why I'm gonna back you up on TN. Out of all the human Z fighters, he's actually the one that trains the most, and somehow is second to Krillin. Exactly. He never stops training. Yamcha stops. Krillin stops. Even Gohan stops. Tien never stops training and he stays irrelevant and it's horseshit. Akira Toriyama is so against hard work. I swear to God. He hates people that work hard. Like, just get, like, even in Resurrection F, when Vegeta was about to fuck up Frieza and then all of a sudden Goku just like, no, it's my time to shine and just, and I'm like, dude, Vegeta was about to beat him. Give him his fucking moment, dude. Oh my God, that made me so mad. Cause I was like, really? Are they gonna do it? Are they gonna give Vegeta? Like Vegeta's gonna beat the bad guy and it's not some stupid fucking Android 13, 12 bullshit. Like it's that actual like main bad guy. He's gonna beat him. No. Goku comes, swoops in. He's like, no, Vegeta, blah. I'm like, go fuck off. Like, huh. yeah, Vegeta, Vegeta gets the shaft the hardest. And Tien is sec- in, in second place. Yeah. So I'll say outside of Gohan to me, yeah, Vegeta is probably the most fucked over character in, in the entire series. Because just chase, just, just, just always being in the shadow. Of your, yeah. of your biggest enemy. <laughs> I do hope that if they ever end Dragon Ball, like the whole series, I hope it ends with like a Naruto Sasuke moment between like Vegeta and um, Goku. What are you looking at me like that for, Ivan? I remember the ending of Naruto. I'm like, I really hope we don't end it like that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but I hope they have like a moment, like if they ever end the series of where they fight, because that's all like Vegeta talks about is like oh like getting his is, is fighting and getting his rematch against against goku so um i feel like it would be a huge like disservice to the fans if like we didn't get to see them both at like top like top levels top pe- peak energy forms and all of this whatever you want to call it um of them having like their one true all out fight because it's 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 still building up 
to that. Like it's yeah. still something that we will never forget about. And, and we need to see, even though in super um, Cole, I know you haven't finished it all the way super like Vegeta does get like a really big shining moment, but it gets topped with um, stupid ultra instincts by Goku. So even though Vegeta gets his moment, it's like, Oh, well, it's even better. Goku's it, still it, like the man. That's always the case. That's the whole formula of the whole fucking show. All right. Here's where I'm going to start getting negative. That's the whole formula Start. of the entire yeah <laughs> that's the whole formula of the whole fucking show is that every single character like this one of the side characters like you have like krillin or vegeta or piccolo or somebody they'll fight one of the other side bad guys and they'll fuck him up and that's their quote-unquote moment of glory and then the main bad guy will come and make them look like complete dog shit and fuck them up easily and then goku swoops in and saves the day it's like Think of every single moment of glory that any other character besides Goku had. Did it ever amount to anything? Tien doing his tri-beam, badass moment, amounts to nothing. Majin Vegeta blowing himself up to kill Majin Buu kills, uh, it accomplishes nothing. Even Majin Vegeta giving away his pride and, and his stuff to be like, quote unquote, a slave to Majin so that he could Literally have the strength nothing. to fight Goku. Yeah, Goku could turn Super Saiyan 3 that whole time and he didn't, amounted to nothing. Krillin doing his destructo disc amounted to nothing. Uh, Chao Tzu just blowing himself up against Nappa amounted to nothing. Tien, dude, every single one amounted to fucking nothing. Every single one. Every Goku single one. had to come in and save the day and achieve a new form. And then, then, then. The, only, the only character not named <laughs> Go, the only character not named Goku that kills a main bad guy is Gohan, and he did it with Goku's help. What kind of shit is that? Oh, is that the father-son Kamehameha? Shit, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a great moment, but, like, yeah. Like, because everything revolves around... Everything fucking... And I know it's his show at this point. I get that. But I feel like... And let's be honest. Most of us that are in this deep with Dragon Ball Z, we're never going to stop watching. For some reason, we're solo on the hook. But... What we enjoy so much out of other animes is the fact of other characters getting that big shining moment that's not trumped by like what we're going back to Naruto. Like, oh yeah, better name that right now. What? Who Naruto defeated a really big bad? Wait, say that again. You're cutting out. That who outside of Naruto actually defeated a really big bad? Well, it's not so much of like defeating the really big bads, but the fact that like their many fights and battles that they're having are still so important to the storyline. What are you talking about? Sa Sasuke beat uh, fucking uh, Itachi in that He's big emotional fight. About, you're talking about like a, that was that was, was going to be the end goal at, at the end of the day. That was that was supposed to be the end goal. That was but like you remember like Akatsuki was like a huge a huge, huge issue and stuff too. Naruto did not solely defeat the Akatsuki. You had different um, different main characters of Naruto defeating like members of the Akatsuki. So it's like, so it's, Third, okay, so I'm gonna let you guys know. Ivan purposely came onto this episode. Me and him, he called me before because I uploaded a um picture on the IG shitting on um one no, piece. And he that. said, you know what? I just wait for my moment to shit on Naruto. So he's taking no, his moment that. now. We, we gotta rewind that because, like, if we're gonna make that argument that okay, we couldn't defeat the Akatsuki itself, that means every character in the tournament of power did have a shining moment. Every character. Let's get that out of the way right now. Android 17 had a main, had a main, I'm so sorry, Cole, but I, <laughs> but like all these characters 
had a shining moment in the tournament of power, then you can't, you but can't. But it came you- too late. We're talking about, because I'm going to get into Dragon Ball Super. But we're like, because Dragon Ball Super came later and they fi- they they wrote a couple other wrongs, which is why I said earlier, like Dragon Ball Super had a lot of like their things, but it came way too late. Like, like the, the like looking at on a timeline of looking at from the beginning of the Dragon Ball series up to where it's at now, Dragon Ball Super covers so little and they shoved all of these characters finally having their moment into this small little blimp on the timeline to where like it's still almost doesn't matter whereas like like we said with naruto it's spaced out perfectly of where all these characters having their moments of defeating someone that actually mattered and like had a huge impact on the storyline came into play dragon ball z and and then naruto also had the advantage of they had a whole bunch of like villains at once dragon ball z had one maybe two villains at the only time they didn't point. was in the frieza saga when they had the ginyu force and stuff yeah the you- ginyu force but they had <laughs> ivan you're cutting out so i'm taking this advantage to talk over you they had, <laughs> <laughs> they had one villain that each person would try to sit there and fight even to the point like we said where they literally like no we're just gonna we're just gonna wait for goku to come like we're, yeah. we're just gonna wait and- was defeated by Vegeta who Android 19 like literally was about to kill Goku but no no hold on I didn't hear what he said what did he say Android 19 was defeated by Vegeta after Android 19 defeated Goku yeah but they had to put a a, sec- a, 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 a caveat in there that Goku had a heart disease the, oh my god right yeah okay then then where else where else are we Piccolo technically defeated 17. Technically? What's the technically on that? Oh, he didn't come away into smithereens. I'm sorry that he didn't kill 17. But 17 was literally defeated. He's not, he wasn't the main bad though. Cell was. But we're talking about. Oh, wait. Okay. So that, okay. So there's one point to Ivan and 7,000 points to Frank. Zero points because the third Hokage beat Orochimaru and Naruto. So zero points. The argument I was making earlier is that even though in Naruto, it's not always the side characters that are feeding the main big bag. It does a lot of the times, not every time, a lot of times it comes down to Naruto, who's making that same case of where at the time, even though 17, he was he wasn't the main big bad, but he still played a big part in what was going on. So here's here's a here's a difference. Vegeta defeated Dodoria and Zarbon. He ended up killing like the he was the one that ended up killing Captain Ginyu. Yeah, but here's Vegeta the thing. Vegeta was still a. Oh, continue. Oh, here, here's here's the difference is that in Dragon Ball Z, Zarbon and Vegeta's fight is one episode. Zarbon and Dodoria's fight one episode. Did you want it to be like five episodes? Like no. Goku's fights? No, like come on. No, because here's the difference. And we need Here's the difference. How many multiple episode fights between two side characters are there in Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> Almost none. Almost none. Unless it's like the Ginyu Force where it's like, all right, you fight against him and you fight against him. And they fight him. And in two episodes, he, he they get their shit rocked or they win. And, it, and it's so on and so forth. Whereas like, dude, how fucking long did Sasuke fight Dadora? Uh, 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 how fucking long did Jiraiya fight Pain? Like, how fucking long did Shikamaru yeah, fight, uh, fight uh, what's his name? The fucking immortal guy? Yeah, they, in Dragon Ball, they make him seem like just small, easy, like, little fights. 
They're yeah. just like bloop, 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 bloop. Like yeah, but he had a huge Zenkai boost. He needed his revenge. And then too, it's just the fact too of that, like it's already portrayed that Goku can't be killed. And I in this set, they have to. I think the thing that ruined it, and maybe Ivan, I'd be more on your side if it wasn't for the fact of where they would literally have to sit around and wait for Goku to come. That's the that that's one of my big issues is they literally would be like, we're just gonna wait for for him to come before like so. Because to me, that just puts way too much, like, it just makes him way too much of the savior. Yeah, and, and not to mention, it's that way starting from the beginning, whereas Naruto was head and shoulders above everybody else, not until, like, the very end. And even then, you could argue that Guy-sensei could probably take Naruto. Guy-sensei was the first one to finally make um, 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 Madara in his final form. Yeah, yeah Guy-sensei. Because but that's yeah, a whole other argument. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention... Sasuke is arguably at the end of the show just as strong as Naruto is, which you you don't think. I that, would say I technically even well at the end of the show. At the end of the show. Yeah, at okay. the end of the show, whereas Vegeta has never been on the same playing field as Goku. Ever. That's the thing. No one is ever on the same playing field as Goku. Goku the is only, always ten. Except steps. for ex, except for in their first fight, that was okay. the only time he was stronger because Goku needed the spirit bomb oh. to beat him. But that doesn't matter because that happened twenty five years ago. <laughs> Well, so much has happened since then, but it's just if if there were more characters that were closer to Goku's power scale, then we we we'd be talking here. But the fact that Goku is always literally like thousands and thousands and tens of thousands and millions thousands like higher on the power scale than everybody else, like it just it, well, he's not it, anymore. Well, that's what well, that's why like Norvegi strongest anymore wait what That's- neither goku or vegeta is the strongest anymore and well, now you have like beerus no. and them and you're like tournament including, of- including them broly's literally the strongest person in the series well yeah series but not the storyline like he's i mean he's canon he's canon but he's not a part of the he's he a, had a he's movie a, he, he's an esoteric character his, his manga became a movie he's in the storyline you no know, he's in the storyline but he's not a part of their he had he's one a, movie, but he's not. He wasn't a part uh, other than his movie. He he's not a part of like the storyline going on. He's a, he's an esoteric character. He's not a protagonist or an antagonist. He's just he was one there. threat he's that they there. had to defeat. Okay, all right, like he's there, and then they left him, and now they're back doing their own thing. We're not talking. I don't know. Like we're not talking manga. Remember? No, we're not talking manga. We're talking about the fact that the <laughs> we're talking. Okay, Ivan, we're talking about. The ant, okay, the anime itself, like, and all of that, like, and you still have Beerus and and you still have um Zeno and all of that, though. But when it comes down to the main storyline and who's fighting the big bads and all of this, other, and who we're looking up to as a hero, it's Goku because he is the one who's undefeated. Literally, his his big bad fight was with Jiren. Like, he- you're about to say, were you about to say he's undefeated? No, he's not undefeated. In this- in the he lost a lot. No, you know what I mean. You know what I mean in terms of undefeated and stuff, though. Like, to if the there's point- a main, if there's a main big bad that absolutely must be destroyed, like Goku is the one that's going to do it. The, it, it. It writes itself. And they're not going to. They're never going to let anyone else defeat the main big 
bad. And even if Goku dies in the process, Dragon Ball Super, he's still going to find a way to come back even stronger in some unbelievable form um, that doesn't even make sense when you look at the um, the evolution of the the, the Super Saiyan forms. Because um, like- Ultra Instinct makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Um, and even, I would even say Super Saiyan Red and Blue make no sense whatsoever. Jiren by himself. He, what? What'd you say? He didn't defeat Jiren by himself. All right, let me do this. Well, he didn't beat Raditz by himself either, but. By himself was freezing. He didn't defeat Kid Buu by himself. He didn't defeat Cell because if it wasn't for Vegeta doing that stupid blast, they would have got murked. So basically, they all, the only real big bad that he defeated by himself was Frieza. He has to be in the picture every single time, though. But he has to help in the other two. But other- they. Why can't they do, like the thing is like it's it's always it's never it's, it's still, never him helping somebody else it's always somebody else helping him. But the thing help. is it's like like we're saying is like Goku is always the one that they look to whether he's getting help or not it's impossible for a big bad to be defeated without him in the picture. He has to be in the picture whereas Naruto no Naruto does not have to be in the picture in order for a big bad for, 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 for a villain to be wait well, say that again you're cutting out. Na- I was like, name a situation where Naruto was not the main face to defeat a big bad villain. When sh- when when Orochimaru was attacking the Leaf Village, the third Hokage yeah. had to do like their forbidden jitsu to beat him. It, that wasn't his end game. His end game was Gar. At that, that saga, it doesn't at matter. The- that you're gonna are you gonna seriously argue that Gara was the big bad and it, it wasn't was just the pawn that Orochimaru was, was using to. Do- that was yeah. his face off for that saga. Yeah, I know, that. but Gara wasn't the big bad. Orochimaru was. What would you want? Naruto's going to get clapped against by Orochimaru. Orochimaru. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What, That's what we're saying. The main character yeah. in that moment didn't. <laughs> That's like the a big whole bad. Patient though, like you, like no. Are. No, that's it's just, just it's writing the fact that Naruto does not need to be the one to to come to save the day every single time. And the Akatsuki arguably were the big bad for a long period a very of time. Long time. And, and how many of the Akatsuki did Naruto take out? None. He didn't fight any of them. In somewhere for more pain. Pain was the only member of the Akatsuki that Naruto fought. The rest of the Akatsuki were taken down by a bunch of other characters. Sakura even took out. <laughs> yeah, Akatsuki. she even beat Sasori. I'm not saying that Naruto's better than Dragon Ball. The writing is a lot better, but no, I, I'm saying I, this like to say like, all right, yeah, we can do that. Like, okay, let's give because let's be honest here. The Chunin exam had two really big bads for two different characters. At the end of the day, that's what it came down to. It was two different characters. I get what you're saying, but I'm saying like we can't just say, "Oh, only Goku," because I'm like, "All right," but there's like a lot of factors. Like even in the movie, he doesn't defeat anybody by himself. <laughs> like, but he has to always be there. Versus as an other, uh, oh, I wouldn't even say just Naruto. Other animes, it's a, it's a lot of times it's not just that one character. That's you can't deny that Goku is severely overpowered in the Dragon Ball Z world compared to the main cast. Yeah. That that, that moment when Naruto appears becomes Jesus. When when pain yes. des- when when pain destroys the leaf village and Naruto appears like in his badass like moment. That was that's his every, moment. That's every moment that's every saga in Dragon Ball Z. 
That happens every time. The only time it doesn't is with Cell, and he needed his dad to help. It, it was just like, okay, it's going to be Goku's son now. Nobody was, else can have their moment of glory. It was literally but, two on one. I can't hear you. It was two on one in the Kid Buu saga. Yeah, but where was Vegeta when he was doing that final spirit bomb? He gave energy. Okay, so did I and everybody else in the world. And so did you, Ivan. We were all sitting right you there. So, I was just saying in my head, like, you take it, Goku. He didn't use a super regular crazy Kamehameha. He's like, crap, we're about to lose. I the spirit to- bomb is a very insane, crazy, like, great that move. Like, was energy, not his own. Spirit- but yeah, he's spirit only... Bomb is- Spirit Bomb is OP, and King Kai teaches him it. And the last time I checked, Yamcha, TN, and Piccolo all trained with King Kai too, and they didn't teach him that shit. You know how useful it would have been if Goku taught everybody the Spirit Bomb and the Everyone instant transmission. Could do spirit bomb, Are like... you kidding me? At least in Naruto, like not everybody could do his uh, uh, the yeah. Rasengan because one, you had to have that type of, you had to be like an air Heat type or whatever. Uh, the chakra his uh, chakra nature you had to have that particular chakra nature and two it was a super super hard jutsu that only like two people knew how to do like spirit bomb anyone could have like he could have taught anybody the spirit bomb and he didn't because he's a dick and he wants to be the hero that's right ivan we're just saying that (laughs) ivan has that face that i make when people try to tell me that batman's the actual villain because he just keeps letting bad guys out of jail because he wants to stay Batman. <laughs> because like it's it's such a good point, but I hate I hate it. Ivan, we're just saying that, and the entire world agrees with us. So I don't know why you're trying to fight us on it. Goku is the most overpowered, over overrated, like char- main character, like hero out there. Like he is, you can't deny that he is severely overpowered compared to no, I'm, the rest I'm not, of his. Yeah, I'm arguing plot points on that part, like the whole plot points and all. Plot points and all. Because, like, like I said, I don't like Goku at all because he's OP. But I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like he did everything by himself. No, no, no. We're, I'm not saying he did everything by himself. Like, it's I mean, not- well, I mean. He did a lot of shit by himself. And don't forget, too, that he's the only one dumb enough to let his um, his opponents like fully power and charge up to put everyone else <laughs> in risk instead of taking them out. That's a saying thing. Vegeta does it, too, though. Vegeta. And here's the other thing, too, is that Goku's the only person on the show that was that never was made to look like a little bitch, whereas everybody else has. That is true. Goku was there never, ever because even in the moments of where Goku looks like he's down and out, he they still don't make him seem like a little bitch. There's there's never been a bitch moment like Vegeta had against Android 18, where she fucking crushes his arm with that kick. Like Piccolo gets looked like a bitch like every single time he comes in because every single time he comes in and you hear that dunum and he's like making his little like hey, I'm gonna show you how it's done and then he gets his shit rock like ten like, seconds oh. later. I'm like Piccolo, Goku literally sit down. Body <laughs> broken. And admitted defeat in the Saiyan saga. But still, the way they portrayed him, it was still like a heroic thing that he did. Or was it like everybody's about to die until Krillin showed up? (laughs) Yajirobe showed up. Everybody was about to get clapped. Yeah, but they didn't. 
Yeah, because Yajirobe showed up, not Goku. It wasn't Goku time at that time. Well, we I already I already uh we've already um like submitted that that's the fight that he that he didn't. No, but like I was saying, like we were like, oh, there's never been a moment that Goku. I'm like, yeah, there has that moment. <laughs> no, he didn't look like a little bitch. He looked like that. He fought so hard that he's just energy, like energy that has no energy left. And because I, and I don't know if you remember, but Vegeta was exactly the same way. Is that what you're saying? There's like never a fear moment in Goku. That's what we're saying. There's, yeah, there's they never... don't ever give him one, which is not fair compared to the other character. That's what I'm saying. His writing and how they portray him is that he is always going he's always the one he's always and and it's even past the whole thing of like being the chosen one i can understand like in certain animes or shows whatever you have the chosen one but it's at the point now where it's almost just unbelievable like it doesn't make and he he always has like those he gets knocked down and then he get he keeps getting back up moments he never has like he goes down swinging like like what Majin Vegeta did or like what Bardock did Bardock was my number one favorite character like forever like because he went down swinging and when they made that like the first Super Saiyan movie and it was the bar and it was Bardock and when he turns oh man every single fiber in my body was like yes oh my god yeah Bardock was awesome I'll give you that but I'll, yeah, Goku never had like a going down swinging moment. Like when TN's like just holding like every other and, character, like every other character. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, wait, all- what about Goku Black? They couldn't defeat Goku Black. Zeno showed up. Okay. Well, that does, we're talking about Dragon Ball Z because I don't know. Oh, so- about like that. I said, we're, we're going to get into into Super because um, I really like Super. Um, like I said, I don't think it was necessary, but. I really like Super, and there's some really good oh. pop. I um Cole, some stuff's gonna get spoiled for you in this episode that's, that's because fine. we have to move on to the next because we will. Sit oh, here I just, for- there's one thing I I will I will contest with Ivan. There was only one moment where Goku needed help, and he when he was fighting Metacooler, and Vegeta came out of nowhere and kicked that bitch ass in the side of the head and sent them flying, and then it, it took Goku and Vegeta fighting together to beat all the Metacoolers. But apparently, that's not canon, so it doesn't matter. Well, yes, just okay. to let you all know, Vegeta has the best entrances in the movies. He does. Dude, that entrance in particular against Metacooler, because he's nowhere. And then all of a sudden, just out of the side of the screen, just wham, just kicks him and he goes flying. Yeah, and, and Goku would have got his shit rocked if Vegeta hadn't showed up. So okay. I'll accept that. Okay. All right. Glad we could end that on an agreement. <laughs> After about three hours. I know. Okay. All right. So. What do you think Dragon Ball? And I feel like we've already kind of answered this. Do you think, what did you think of like Dragon Ball Super and what came out of it? Do you think it was necessary? Um, does did it kind of make a turn in, in a positive light for the whole Dragon Ball series? Um, like, just what do you think? Dra- I don't even know how to word it just because. Yeah, what do you hope is going to come out of out of Dragon Ball Super out of so far what's been introduced and and how they're going about it? What did they do right? What did they do wrong? Um, um, so I don't like I said, I don't even know how to word it just because we've touched on so many things now. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't even know how to ask this question now. Uh, you brought so, up a earlier that they fixed a lot of tropes. They did. They truly did. So one was um, slightly fixed was Vegeta. Um, he was finally now able to achieve. Um, is it red or blue? That's the highest. 
he he achieved blue limit breaker. Okay, yeah, he he achieved blue limit breaker, which like everyone when I went to see it in the theaters, everyone was like standing up and shouting. We were all so finally happy. In the theaters was red, but in the tournament of power, he achieved a blue limit breaker. Okay, yeah, okay. So I so in the theater it was that, and then watching it, yeah, like when he during the actual anime when he achieved like the blue. It was just a, f- a final, like, glorious moment for him. But then it got wiped out because Goku achieved Ultra Instinct. But um, so I was very happy with that. Um, the whole, like, theory with Saiyans, because I, like I like to dive into, like, more of the backstories and the theories and, like, the science and, and, like, the actual ways that things work when it comes to forms i really like that a lot so when they introduce the other saiyans from the, i think it's i think it's universe six i really think it is when they finally introduce them and um the whole thing they didn't have the tails they had never achieved super um achieved super saiyan because um they were very peaceful people because all we knew were like barbaric saiyans um, I loved that getting introduced as well. So I think that was something they do, even though we will literally probably never, ever, 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 ever see these Saiyans again, because Goku did have to put up a pretty good fight against, um, against those Saiyans when, um, um, is it Khalifa? Khalifa? Are you talking about Khalifa? Kefla? Yeah, What's- Kefla. Yeah. Yeah, when we finally saw them and he actually had to put up a decent fight when they had just learned how to transform. Like, um, Cole, have you seen this part yet? Nope. Okay, sorry. Spoiler alert! (laughs) I'm I'm not going to remember any of this. Yeah, so um, to me, that just goes to show that I think those those Saiyans from those universes are stronger. So it would be really cool to see um, those. And then the whole thing with the tail, because I feel like the tails throughout, um, like the Saiyans having tails was just completely forgotten about in, um, the Dragon Ball series. And it was just, you know, right. Cause he forgot. No. Cause he hates drawing tails. That's the easiest thing in the world. He hates drawing tails. <laughs> it's the easiest thing to draw. And I hate drawing hands. Hands are the most complicated <laughs> thing in the world to me when I used to paint and draw. Tails yeah. is literally just a stick. He hates drawing tails. That wiggles. Because there's you can animate to... all these crazy fights. Why can't you animate the tail? Yeah, the tails oh. are cool. Not I'm like pro it. tail. Yeah, but to me, like that whole theory, I want to know that I want to know like their backstory and why why they're this why their universe is that way with the Saiyans and the other universe is that way. Um, that was something I was so happy that got introduced. Jiren getting introduced. Oh my goodness. You cut out completely, Ivan. The most bland character of all time, but he's so he's so bland. No, so he's supposed to represent like Buddha. That's why he's so like just calm and and monotone and stuff because he already he already has a peace within himself, which is why he doesn't show emotion like that and he's a badass because he's supposed to represent buddha so that's why oh. he's portrayed the way you're cut out know. again I, was, I didn't know that yeah it makes more sense though now right makes him more badass yes yeah it does yeah um and just seeing all the different universes come together um i was when goku black got introduced i was kind of like okay all right like that was a cool concept eh, it was 
whose body the most OP character in the in the series, as you say. That's a great concept. What 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 was the concept now? Goku Black getting introduced. Okay, so yeah. what is what is his deal? They stole his body. They stole Goku's body. Someone was like impersonating Goku. Oh, okay. Well, they could they should have had it to where that was Captain Ginyu from another universe that No, nah, it's some crazy shit. You gotta you gotta once you catch up to it, it's some crazy shit. Okay. It's cool. a crazy storyline. I wanted it to be like, what if that wasn't Goku? It was Goten and like he had this resentment toward his father and he became this like I wanted that. And I was like, No, yeah. I already I already knew it wasn't gonna be like some crazy amazing deep story because Dragon Ball Z doesn't go like deep like that. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy though for dragon ball z levels like yeah but i it's just i already knew it was going to be kind of like surface level it was good but like i already knew it was going to be surface level to me tournament of power was like was 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 top tier peak of of of, um of super okay well what i can say just based on my limited watching um like i said i i've gotten to the point where um, Goku just beat like good guy Frieza who ended up not being a good guy but like making it seem like he was like a philanthropist or whatever you know what I'm talking about oh wait, wait you so you haven't seen Goku Black yet no I've, oh I've so only... you're at like the beginning beginning of Super yeah so there and the reason why I haven't progressed more is because it, I just feel like it doesn't it doesn't match the energy that like Dragon Ball Z had like Watch an episode of Super, uh, at least in the parts that I'm at. I mean, it could get better. But it like, does. Watch, a, watch yeah. an episode of Super and then watch like any episode of like the Frieza saga. It's like two different shows. I mean, it, it is, but like it just it doesn't have that same energy. Um, I think really, really big reason is because Bruce Faulkner is not doing the music for it. Mm. Makes a yeah. really, really big difference epic scores anymore yeah so like you'd like i challenge anybody to go back and watch like old dragon ball z with bruce faulkner's music he does this thing that me and my buddy ray used to call epic drums where if it was like really really quiet you would just start hearing and it happened all the time and it was always so good it was like the same thing like in naruto where they'd have the yeah like but um I yeah, would so I would say super is um as much as we've shitted on Dragon Ball. Um I'd say super is definitely worth the watch. Um I like I said, I I, I like the 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 whole Goku Black thing I was like, okay, but in terms of like those fight scenes that like we loved from like dra- um um Dragon Ball Z and stuff, Tournament of Power is like where it's at like they did a they did a really really good job of still kind of giving you like that that mm-hmm. nostalgic feeling of um these characters fighting and and struggling and and the power levels coming through and achieving new forms and and them strategically trying to plan things especially since it's like all of them like it's a whole bunch of people trying to fight you have like all these different universes trying to fight each other at once so um it's I would say if you want to, because you could, you can skip all that and just start at the Tournament of Power if you want. And then go back and watch the Goku Black thing, though. But just skip to go, um, Tournament of Power because, like, storyline. We already know what we're getting storyline-wise with, with Dragon Ball Z. Um, but 
What'd you say, Ivan? Cole, did you watch the first two super movies of uh, Resurrection of S, uh, F and Battle of the Gods? Yes, I watched both of those. So you skip like a big fraction of the episodes. Well, I, I skipped, yeah, I skipped ahead a lot. Um, I skipped to when Beers and his brother were having like their tournament against each other. Okay, I feel so like that's a good one. Okay, so I feel like that's like all Super is, it's just like tournaments. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. At first, yeah. Then we dive into the Goku Black, and then we dive into another tournament. But the cool thing about the Tournament of Power, backing up on what Frankie said, what I loved about it is, like, the rules that they added. And for you have a main focus, not mostly on power levels, but on abilities itself. Because they focus... And being strategic. On, yeah, it's like, they focus on a lot on, on character-specific abilities. And I mm-hmm. thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, Tournament of Power, like, yeah, it's it's another tournament, but, like, like I said, once you throw in, like, these other universes that are just, like, especially once you meet the Saiyans, and your heart's just going to be so warm when you meet them, because Vegeta even kind of, like, warns up to one of, like, the little Saiyans and stuff. Well, he, though. Okay, all right. Come soon if he's talking about Champa's um, and uh, Beerus's, uh tournament. He should be meeting him soon, actually. Okay. Yeah, but I'd say if you want to just skip straight to the, I would I would recommend skipping straight to the tournament of power since you're kind of missing that like nostalgic yeah. feel, and then go back and definitely watch um the Goku Black. But yeah. tournament of power is oh my god, and then you meet um 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 what's it, is it Zeno the little clown looking guy Ivan? Yeah, Zeno. Are you Zeno? Oh my god, Zeno is his character. The idea of his character is kind of funny because he's um literally the strongest person he he's stronger than than 10 gokus he's stronger than beerus because and he's the one overseeing the whole tournament and um he's this happy-go-lucky like cute little character and he looks hilarious but if you piss him off, the, the, the entire goal, they're constantly saying when it comes to him, like, please don't piss him off. Please don't piss him off because he can literally destroy your entire universe with a snap of a finger. And that's kind of what the tournament is. Is like, if you lose, your universe gets destroyed. Okay. And it's this, and it's, you just look at this character and you're like, this guy is the one who literally like snap of a finger he destroys your entire universe. Puts, he shits on Frieza and his whole ability to like destroy a planet. Like... <laughs> But yeah, it's it's good. And then you also get to see um, um, they introduce, you know, how Beerus is the god of destruction. Um, no, who's the god of destruction? Beerus, right? Yeah. 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 Um, you you see one of the characters that has like an amazing like OG fight. Uh, I remember that fight was everywhere on social media. He's like the future. Um, they were looking at him as being a future um, god of destruction stuff, though, like. You, it's 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 good. It, it made me feel like I was kind of watching like old Dragon Ball Z again with some of the fights. Okay, well I'll um, watch it. But I will say a really cool YouTube that you can watch is that somebody did like the uh, when Beer slaps Bulma and Vegeta goes off. Somebody took that and they put like Bruce Faulkner's like music, like that piano song with the first oh. time Vegeta turns Super Saiyan. They put that in the background, and I was like, it mm-hmm. automatically made it feel like old Dragon Ball Z. So maybe it's just that I'm so biased about the music, but. Well, the score has a lot to do with like the feelings it evokes and um and yeah. the well the emotion that it evokes when you're watching something. So I definitely understand that could be a reason why you're kind of like struggling to get through. Because I can't I can't even watch Dragon Ball Z without that music. Like I can go back and watch the scenes, but if the scene doesn't have that music and it has like that goofy like trumpet 
Dragon Ball Z music that they do, I'm I, I can't get into it as much. So maybe maybe it's that. Maybe I'm just you know. No, I get because I was I feel like we here we go back to Naruto. I'd feel like Naruto without the original score would just be a it completely would, different show. Imagine l- l- watching the Akatsuki without that. No, no. I was just about to say like the Akatsuki like theme song like. <laughs> well, everyone's ever. Oh. So no, I get you. I get you when you say like the music is affecting you. It's 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 very understandable. But I'm saying just skip to turn them into power. Just just get through that, and you're gonna be like, yes, like this is it. But like I said, Goku has his OP Trump moment that just you're just like, are you kidding me? Like what the fuck is this? Like yeah. are you you're telling me you, this guy literally can't be killed at this point? Because that's pretty much what it is at this point. It, like Goku the, just can't the- be killed. The way you guys describe it reminds me of like the like the afterlife tournament that Goku was in, where he fights um Pycon. Pycon, yeah, who has one of the coolest theme songs ever, by the way. Jay Z actually took a sample of Pycon's theme and made a song out of it. Really? Oh, yeah. But um, what's it called? Yeah, like that whole tournament was cool because uh um, it's very it's a very forgotten arc, but like I can it's canon here <laughs> it's canon here. it's head canon it's it's canon to me because like it's also the very it's like the first time we see goku go kaioken since like his fight with uh vegeta he oh yeah yeah so like ever after frieza like he never goes kaioken again even though it literally multiplies your power the same way being going super saiyan does and that was what was cool uh, Ivan, I can't hear you at all. Oh no, he's speaking to someone in the background. Oh, okay, oh, okay. He he's on mute. So okay. Now we can talk all the shit we want about One Piece. Okay, yeah, One Piece. <laughs> but uh, but um, uh, One Piece of shit. And now he's glaring at us. <laughs> one piece of shit. No, but uh, I'll probably I'll probably watch uh, Dragon Ball Super eventually. It's just um, I don't know. It's worth it know. with how much I've heard like. With as in death as you gone to, and like some of your favorite fights and the movies, and like some of the movies I haven't even seen yet. Like, it, trust me, it's definitely worth it to go ahead. They redeemed themselves a lot with um yeah. with Super. They they really did redeem themselves. But the only thing is, is they just introduced so many new plot lines that you know just from from past history of how how they do things that they're I, they're I, not going to get into. I just feel like Akira Toriyama is like biting off more than he can chew like i think that cell even cell was like a little bit ambitious for him because like he introduced like time travel and shit but he kept it to such a small scale he was like okay trunks can only go back in time to make sure that goku doesn't die so that his future doesn't happen and like that's all he touches on with time travel whereas like now he's like introducing like all right there's other universes and and it just it feels a lot like Eternals to me. That movie that you like. Oh, I love Eternals. Okay, that's it's a whole other subject. It's, it's it's like somebody who's not capable of writing a story that's that's it's that huge. The world trying building. Trying to write a story that huge. I feel like he, yes, Ivan. He well, raised his hand. That's what Super comes in. He binds all that. Those holes that you have in Z are all answered in Super. What, but what you said before was answered during the Goku Black Saga too. They answer Trunks' time travel. 
Well, yeah. That, there, yeah, but there wasn't really any questions about it. Bulma no, invented a time machine. Really, like, make it into a new thing now. Now it's not like, oh, it's tram traveling. It's a whole different thing now. Okay, so what that sounds like to me is that they're trying to grab member berries from something you liked, and they tried to tie it into what they're making now to make you trick you into liking it. I don't That's know. I, I like think. And I feel like, too, like, with them... Akira Toriyama is all about member berries. Let's be yes, real. Yes, I'm not gonna... Yes, he is. And then, like I said, like, I'm just so upset that he introduced, like, 23 new universes and went into detail like gave like backstory like jiren's backstory about uh, like what he has a sasuke backstory and like we're never going to hear about it i'm pretty sure if he the whole entire premise of the show is surrounded by saiyans right the whole like is saiyans if he does not go into the backstory of universe six i really hope it's universe six because i keep saying it but about those new saiyans from the different universe if he does not go into it because the whole entire premise of the show is fucking saiyans if he does not go into their backstory at all and we get to go and visit their universe like that's when i will actually give up on dragon ball z because i understand he always introduced he, he bites off more than he can chew he's not the best at world building but you're introducing something that has something to do with the main storyline here you can't forget about that you didn't just pull that out of your ass like that definitely had to come from somewhere so i understand if he forgets about the other universes but he can't like if he forgets about jiren's universe after jiren was was viewed to be the main big bad of the tournament arc because that's ultimately what who who who's goku's big fight um was and he achieved the new form um, if he doesn't okay. go into that, it's going to be super duper disappointing. And if he doesn't go into the backstory after they had that cute bonding moment and teaching the new Saiyans how to achieve their form. And we see just how it was like a snap of the fingers. They were able to do it. And they actually and, and, and the Goku kind of struggled against them as well, being brand new Super Saiyans. Like it's 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 going to be such a big let down, which is why I have not watched the trailer for this it, movie because I don't even want to know what they're it, getting it, into. It, it is Universe Six. Oh, it is. Oh, you're looking it I up. Read, That's the yeah, glare I just, on your glasses. I just you have the anime just, glare on your glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I fooled you again. But okay, Universe first. Seven are naturally aggressive warrior race who are supposedly striving to be the strongest universe, nearly wiped out by Frieza, whereas the Saiyan Six from Universe Six were protectors. Yeah, and they're so peaceful and they're so sweet. They don't have tails. They never even knew Super Saiyan was a can, thing. Can they, can, can, so hold on. Is the is the legend of the first Super Saiyan, the Bardock movie, did that never happen? Is that yeah, not, not canon now? It's not yeah, canon. that's not canon. Because it's it would new- be really cool if they tied that in. Because what happened? Because what supposedly happened to Bardock is that he went back in time by like eons before Saiyans like evolved into like more humanoid people. And that's when he became Super Saiyan because he fought like one of like Frieza's like ancestors. Mm-hmm. It would be really cool if the Saiyans from Universe 6 were those Saiyans that evolved and they had like this legend of the Super Saiyan and it was Bardock the whole time and it was Goku's dad. Akiratori, I'm a better writer than Akiratori. <laughs> Yeah, because that would actually work since now, since Brawley's canon, they could still easily tie that in since Brawley is still considered like a a legendary Super Saiyan or they can they can still tie that in. So 
like I said, they he's just open. He can go so many routes, and I'm just hoping that he just looks online to see what we're asking of him. <laughs> so is so is the original Bardock movie canon still? No, no. the whole the, different. It's a whole different storyline. That's okay. literally the story of Frieza blowing up Pan- Vegeta. But but no no no, that's still can't. That's, that's still in okay, there. That's what I'm asking about. Okay, the, Just, the original Bardock. Oh, you movie. haven't seen that movie yet? The 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 new movie, the the new Brawley movie. Um, it's on Hulu. I was actually planning on watching it tonight. Bro, watch it. Watch it. Watch it. It's good. It, it's good. But like, I hope I know we don't talk about Is the Bardock in it. I'm hoping Kira Toriyama yes. in, in, in includes Bardock storyline in the manga right now because we're getting a really good background story in the manga, and I'm hoping because people don't know this. Akira Toriyama doesn't have full control of the Dragon Ball Super anime. Nope. It's Toei Animation. Fuck oh. Toei. Toei Animation actually held Gohan a lot more than the manga. The manga did him justice. I but- don't blame them because of the fact of what Toriyama has has done. Like, okay, we love Toriyama. We're still going to give him his props, but the dude is 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 fucking us over. He's, he he's knows a- what he's doing. He knows he could literally put out anything and it's still we're still gonna watch it akira toriyama is the george lucas of anime (laughs) (laughs) pretty much it's like we hate him and he he's awful sometimes but you also have to give him props because he gave you your childhood but he's shit now and he should pass the torch to people that are better well he's doing great right now well okay so i i won't say he's shit now but he's fixing he's fixing mistakes to the limit that toei animation allows him to that's the problem. Oh, yeah. So with that being said, um, I wanted to touch on Frankie, like talking about if we venture back to that same universe. I'm hoping so, too, because Vegeta, uh, Vegeta mentions uh, he tells I forgot his name already. Caleb or something. Yeah. Stupid, stupid name, kid. I hate him. His hate name him. is like Kaba. 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 He was on the wiki that I looked up. when. Yeah, I was his name is Kaba. Him. They're all named after the cabbage Food as well. Yeah, cauliflower and yeah. Uh, at mm-hmm. least they kept it consistent. They're named after vegetables. Yeah, the cabbage patch kid, he tells him, I hope you take me to your planet one day. So I'm hoping that that, you know. Yeah, because they're like Goku and Vegeta are just like so curious about like their whole thing. Cause like you said, like there's like the the I forgot what the universe is that Dragon Ball Z is it universe 11 or something seven Seven? okay universe seven their Saiyans are super aggressive and angry and just emotional whereas universe six is a very calm and peaceful like I said they don't even have tails so and they've never gone super Saiyan well yeah like the universe the Saiyans in universe seven are they became through hardship what the Saiyans from universe six are right so Vegeta are peaceful because that they, they yeah and with how the tournament and super set it up it appears and i'm pretty sure it's extremely likely if they go the the correct route that they should with how they had it kind of appear is that the universe six saiyans are a lot stronger than universe seven um just because mm-hmm. of the fact that like i said with with the fight with um Khalifa or whatever, what whatever her name was when she everyone knows what I'm talking about. When she female went female saiyan. Yeah, the female female saiyan when she went super saiyan and Goku was still kind of like putting up put putting up a really good, like he had to put up like a pretty good fight 
against her and just the fact that like it was her first time like ever achieving that form in the middle of a battle um and she and like i said they all achieved super saiyan like pretty pretty easy like considering like what universe seven saiyans had had to had to go through and they didn't have to get angry or anything yes ivan besides goten and trunks who just did it for fun yeah oh there's a theory on that too oh my gosh so the theory with that is the fact that they were um why goten was um able to achieve so fast is because um goku was super saiyan when he conceived um when he conceived um chi chi you guys okay you guys keep laughing at me at these theories you need to look and go on reddit because i swear i'm not talking out of my ass with these Were you Super Saiyan? I'm talking about... He busted that Super Saiyan nut. Okay, Vegeta, I definitely (laughs) believe was Super Saiyan when he conceived. I definitely... believe that but that's one of the that's one of the theories that um you guys that, that if you dive into there's actually a lot of shit to to support it which is why they could um what is this all on reddit um reddit google like even if you just simply google search it there's a shit ton of stuff sure that supports that. it for extremely likely um thing and they're just <gasps> yes ivan why are you I, no i felt well that's what you get <laughs> That's what you get for laughing at my theories. You guys need to look up my theories because I swear I am not just like pulling these out of my ass or anything. I pull a I, lot of stuff out of my ass, but these theories are not one. But I think that if they're pulling people out of different universes, so they should just grab uh, future trunks and let him be a canon character because uh, he is a canon. Well, a canon character in Super. He is. Can- oh, damn. See, that's why you got to watch the Goku Black Saga. Oh, oh, so he's in the Goku Black Saga? Yeah, he's the main person in the Goku Black Saga. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was saying. Oh, that was your daddy. That was your your daddy, Cole. Yeah. <laughs> he was my homeboy. I always played. I had a Trunks toy, and anytime I played, that was like me. And the... yeah, well, that Trunks. was like He's awesome. Out of all the Dragon Ball Z characters, like ever, um, Future Trunks and Adult Trunks too. Adult tr- Adult Trunks isn't canon though. Adult trunks with like the long hair, with the long hair and the Saiyan armor, and just looking like he, a full on. He, he should be canon because he fought Cell. He He's, is canon. Okay, that's right. Okay, never mind. Because yeah, um, he becomes Super Trunks, which is basically like Broly but two inches shorter. You're cutting out everything you just said, Ivan. He's he becomes Ultra Trunks. Ultra Trunks. Oh, yeah, no. that to me is the hottest um, Dragon Ball Z character out there. Ultra is trunks. is is i always call them adult trunks i don't know why yeah but i know what you're talking about when he comes walking out of the hyperbolic time chamber and he's got the same armor Woo! on and it's all ripped up and he's his hair's all long now oh my god seeing him like in full-blown saiyan armor i was like my prayers have been answered thank you toriyama <laughs> <laughs> it's like that 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 meme with the guy with the boner is like good fucking lord Yes, I had a full-on lady boner, guys, for that one. Sorry. I know you guys don't care. Ivan, why are you giving these? I forgot. Ivan probably hasn't heard our tournament arc after dark episode that we did where we were talking about that Who Your Daddy challenge. Apparently, it was way too tame. I mean, it was a little tame because I was the only one trying to get super raunchy. But I understand why everyone else wasn't trying to get raunchy. So um, we'll get there. And Ivan, you'll be a part of it, too, soon. Yes. We're gonna get anime after dark. <laughs> Bulma wanted to fuck trunks. Yeah, that's incest. Weird. How much darker do you get with incest than that? Incest, wincest. 
pretty much can't deny it. <laughs> <laughs> the internal screaming. <laughs> Ivan looks like a meme right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why am I with the Z fighters? Yes. All right. Well, I think this is a great episode. Um, really it's happy we were able to long. vent. Yeah, it's but yeah. Oh my god, it is. Dragon Ball oh, Z wait. deserves a long episode. It, I figured going into it, like it was gonna be a long episode. Um, because I know the only other episode we've done that was like two hours was the Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, which that deserves it. But once we got into Dragon Ball Z, I realized like no, like this is this this anime is the one that um was a, was a trigger for a lot of people. I think majority of people who watch anime can say that one of their first animes was um was Dragon Ball Z or one of the first like ones they fell in love with um yeah. was was Dragon Ball Z cuz you can't talk about anime without mentioning mentioning um Toriyama's great but um highly controversial um piece of work. Um I'm am curious though as to where you guys think well I guess Cole kind of can't you, you really don't know because you haven't watched all of super so ivan outside of the manga hashtag fake you, fan yeah <laughs> where do you think um super is is gonna go i i know or where, where do you th- hope where do you hope i know where it's gonna go because it was announced um but i don't want to spoil anything let's just know let's just say it's gonna go a really crazy route that's all i can crazy say. good or crazy bad crazy good okay you might appreciate it because there's there's a an homage in from Naruto in it. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Um, I once, like I said, um, last week because this episode will be out um on Monday. So last week, um, Toriyama, him coming out of the blue and confirming that Goku, well, Gohan is um the strongest character. Um, I feel like to me that kind of gives hope in in seeing that um in Super that. Gohan, uh, Gohan is actually going to finally achieve what we we've all been been hoping for and there's a possibility because I find it very impossible that Goku is going to continue to be the OP character um so I I, I feel like Gohan is, is going to get his moment I know Piccolo is supposed to be getting his moment in the new upcoming movie which I'm going to be very happy about I haven't seen a single trailer for it um I don't like yeah watching a trailer going into an anime movie just so I don't get my expectations or hopes up. I just want to go in and just be met with storyline. Okay, all right, this is it. I don't know. What'd you say? I fell again. Why do you keep falling? <laughs> so uh, I'm just hoping like all these 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 background characters and and super which seems the route they're going um are finally gonna get their shining light and and Gohan does become the next so-called Goku. Um and Vegeta finally also um, think, kicks Goku's ass. I think if they're tying in uh, future trunks and stuff, they should have future Gohan come onto the scene and tell Gohan to get off his ass and fucking get up and do what he's supposed to do. Well, guess yeah. what? Yeah, because he's dead. No, not in he's here. dead. We saw him die, Cole. We it's not canon. To, we have to. Yeah. I'm not announcing canon. I'm Next announcing subject. it is not canon. <laughs> if Turles isn't canon, then Dr. Gohan dying isn't canon either. It well, is there canon. there has to be if there, there's impossible. Like, so there's already all these other different universes. And I'm pretty sure I highly doubt in Dragon Ball, even though I'm probably thinking way too deep for Toriyama. 
highly doubt there's just one um future like parallel future universe That's why i don't understand they have to say all those other movies are not canon why don't you just say they happen in different universes but just not universe seven that would make too much sense cole okay that would make way too much sense so fucking damn it because one thing I want, um, I was also going to ask, like, what would be what would you have done differently? And um, my theory is because and I know I know Dragon Ball will never go this route. I was kind of hoping that Gohan, um, something tragic would happen to Videl and um, their daughter and Gohan would turn bad and then to fu- fully achieve like his highest level possible. And Goku is the one to have to defeat any other that, anime would have done that it. would be dope. Any other anime would have done it, but I already know Dragon Ball. I've been, Ball's I've been saying that. something. What? That was literally my theory for Goku Black at first, that it wasn't Goku, it was Goten. And then Goku had to be the person to take him down. That would have been crazier. I want to see Goku have to fight someone that he truly loved. I feel like that's the only thing left for his character development. Because that only <laughs> What? That only happens in GT. No, no, and that's not canon. No, it doesn't. He fights Majin Vegeta. He fights Gohan and Goten in GT. But yeah, but he fights Majin Vegeta, and that's like his best buddy. Well, they were enemies not too long before. I want I to like- see him have to fight. Like, I want to see him have to fight Gohan. I want to see Gohan turn evil because something tragic happens, like to to Videl. Um, Because to me, that would make sense, like, because at this point, Toriyama said that um, um, Gohan's a family man, he cares about his studies, yada, yada, yada. So they get killed off, something happens, he turns evil, he wants to destroy the world, the universe, whatever you want to put it, and he ends up training and leveling up and achieving all these powers, shits on Ultra Instincts, (laughs) whatever it is. if, if If I'm writing that story, you know how it ends? Gohan kills Goku. And the last person to fight Gohan and ends up pulling a Naruto and like, like convinces him to like turn from his evil ways is Piccolo, his real dad. Why not? That would be. And then and then evil Gohan from that. We're going to make it a movie. Evil Gohan from that movie becomes the protagonist of the show. And his main motivation is he has to redeem himself for killing Goku, like the protector of the universe. Yeah, I'd even be okay. Yeah, I'd be okay with with Gohan switching back. But I just I want I don't know why I want Gohan to have such an evil moment. And and I just I want I think it's because I mainly want to see how goody goody two shoes Goku truly is. Because like if you're a goody goody two shoes, you're not going to kill your own son, whether even if it means saving the world, you're going to try and find a way to turn him good like he did with boo yada 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 but no i wanted to truly come down to 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 them to one of them having to die but like you said oh my god if 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 gohan killed goku and then had to fight piccolo oh my gosh oh my gosh that would be beautiful but dragon ball would never go that route they're not that type of show yeah i was gonna say that's a very very like naruto swing that's a very yeah <laughs> But the possibilities, the potential, the potential this could bring. Anyone else have any other theories before we before we end? Nope. Nope. No theories. No theories. Okay. All right. All right, everyone. Um, thanks again for tuning in to this very long but very, very well deserved um 
episode. Like I said, um, I'm curious to see with how they're going to do in the future with the Dragon Ball series. I'm curious to see what the Dragon Ball uh, movie is going to even be about because I haven't even seen the trailer. So I have no idea what um, we're getting into. Um, So yeah, once again, this is Shut the Fuck Up. Anime is on. Um, I am Frankie, a.k.a. Pixel Potato. And it has been great, great, great being here again with you guys. Um, so everyone go ahead and sign off. We will start with Ivan. All right. In honor of Dragon Ball, I have my new nickname, which is actually supposed to be my Twitch nickname, Ultra Instinct Mushu. Oh, okay. Oh. We'll vote on it. Super Kami Guru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll vote on that one. We'll vote on that one. What'd you say? I said we're no there's no votes already there. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, so this is uh Mr. Two Shins Cole signing off. Um one last hot take before we go, because it wouldn't be an episode if Cole didn't make everybody mad. Um, Chris Sabat is a god, but I like Brian Drummond's voice as Vegeta better. End of story. And that's and, and now that everybody's nice and mad, uh, have a good night. What? Um, ex- uh, yeah. You what? I accept it because Ocean Dub is a, Ocean Dub is allowed until Goku fights Frieza. Literally but at that. I, I will say Chris Sabat's voice for for Vegeta. I got to put this one last note in before before we end the episode. <laughs> Chris Sabat's voice as as good guy Vegeta much better, but Brian Drummond as bad guy Vegeta way better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's perfect. I agree with that. I'm not going to even deny that. Okay. Okay. Frankie, All if right. you're confused about what we're talking about, go on YouTube and type in uh, uh, Vegeta's Wrath voice comparison dub, and it uh, it has Brian Drummond and then a few different versions of Chris Sabat's. And when you hear Brian Drummond's and you hear how much that that dude was screaming like he was one of those Japanese voice actors like he was like, you think you think Sean Schemmel screams Brian Drummond was like, holy shit. Okay, so I won't go into it. But yeah, go watch Vegeta's Wrath dub comparison on YouTube. It is so good. Brian. Now Drummond I'm trying to think of whose voice I've been listening to the entire time. And if I even noticed the difference. <laughs> you will notice the difference. Well, it's it's been Chris Sabat. Ocean's dub that I think they only did up to like halfway through the Frieza saga. Oh, OK. Yeah. And then it, and then and then it was given to um, uh, Funimation and they did the voice acting. OK. What are you about to Same say? People that did the voice acting for you. No, show. Exactly what he said. Like the Ocean's dub literally cut off when Goku faces Frieza. Yeah. But the Ocean's Dub voice acting was really, really good. Piccolo's uh, voice acting in Ocean's Dub was really cool, too. He sounded more like a demon. But uh, but Chris Sabat is God, so I can't knock it down either. Right. Okay. I'll go and listen to that, maybe. Who knows? Um, I'll see. So- <laughs> Sorry. <No. laughs> You're like, trying to end the episode, Cole. Shut the fuck up. Okay. All right. Um, once again, thank you everyone for listening and we will see you guys next week. Well, we'll listen and hear and have you guys hear us next week, not visually see you. All right. Bye.